show coming from the rec store. Bit is back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack from the It is, dude, uh, Thursday. I don't even give a fuck what date it is. I think it's the end of June anyway. Um, probably the 29th. Finn will be fuming if he's there. Listen back to this to record. <laughs> uh, I think it's the 29th of June. And it's O800 EST. What does it all stand for? Oh, my God. I don't know what your woman B-Bands has said. DM me about yesterday about desperate to do a live recorded spaces. Apparently, talk about all the drama in Cosmos. I'm getting sick of it. Anyhow, let's welcome our first fucking guest, our first listener. Hello, Coinland and Pageson. Good morning. Good morning. What's uh, B-Bands talking about? Some more drama? It never stops, does it? I think there might be announcements, actually. I'm not too sure. Uh, so I'm going to have to kind of like, uh, she'll probably come in when the kids got to school about uh, ten uh, five minutes or something. Uh I'm not too sure. I think they might be ready to get some news out of this, like working group or something with Juno. Oh, Aisha's here. I don't. I don't know. Hey, we're going to find out, aren't we? Let me uh, bring oh, the cohort. I'm actually holding Let on me get to, uh, to some drama as well. I, I think I, I sent you a message earlier, but uh, haven't sent you the juice yet. But uh, I'll, uh, if it comes to it, I can. I, I'll, I'll send it to you. Just holding on to it for a little longer. Hello. Good morning. I heard you as I walked. Good morning. I heard you guys say something about Juno working group, and then that was it. Good mo- Good morning. No, well, I mean, right, okay. So I was working yesterday, obviously, and I got trapped in a storm. Couldn't do a space. Uh, but obviously, you were like, "Are we going to do a live, like recorded one, so we can like get the news out there, or blah blah?" And then I'm like, "Wow, what's going on? What am I missing?" Because I have been out to touch a little bit the last couple of days, focusing on some other stuff. And then I was like, what am I missing? And then I'm thinking, well, is it some uh, updates or some announcements from the group? And then you DM me at like nearly 4 a.m. my time, right? Like, can I spin it? I, I don't even know why you asked. You should have just spun one up. Oh, and no, you've got the password. It just popped into my mind. Well, um, what happened was somebody was asking for what's going on in the Cosmos. Like, what's the best place to quickly find out what's going on in like the Juno and Cosmos area? And I was like, and then somebody else was like, well, it's a bummer. Rock FM hasn't been recorded for the last few, um, you know, three or four of them. So, like, they have updates and they talk about it throughout the show, but there's nothing, you know, there's nothing recorded. So then I was thinking, well, if we recorded it, even if it went long, couldn't just snippets of, you know, snippets of, like, Cosmos information be, like, extrapolated and then, like, shared? You know what I mean? That would be super cool. But anyway, I, 
asking you that. But yeah, exactly people are asking for like updates and stuff, and they want to know what's going on in the cosmos. And then people were saying, "Well, we got to watch Rock FM, but it's not being recorded." So, yeah, it could be uh, like a tweet thread, right? A weekly th- a tweet. Thread. Well, also though, guys, it hasn't been the rock. So, if you've not noticed since Finns went away, and we did those like three uh, shows in succession, when we did like a uh, Carter and uh, uh, Dove from Kujera that night, uh, we did uh, Oho and uh, Was and Brandon. The night before, and we did uh, Mook's protocol, right? Or the day before. Like, while Finn's away, like Rack FM, like, you know, the collective, like, we didn't want to put any pressure on him. But also, it was a good chance for me to get on my account unrecorded and shoot some, shoot some shit over what's been going on recently. Now, right, I'm going to say this to you because I think you might have both been sleeping. So uh, I only had a little bit of work today. <clears throat> then I did a little bit of space. Uh, then I had to ring RJ, so I had to jump off. I had a lovely talk with Kyle and uh, Al. And then I came back, and Gus was running the space, uh, and uh, him and Jacob were in there, and, and the regulars on the night night watch, you know. But then, obviously, we all know about what happened, like with Don on that space I ran the other night. Uh, I mean, I ran some mad ones. Like, what was that? 11 and a half hours, one of them, and then seven and a half hours. And like, my account's been going a bit mad. My personal account hasn't recently. Yeah. Uh, Basically, today, and I wasn't even going to mention this other entity. You know, Don's all right, but I wasn't even going to mention this other entity. After all that shit the other day and all that slang and match and all that kickoff and blah, blah, fucking hell, those two spoke today on Gus's Spaces like they were fucking best of friends, like they'd never even had an argument. I'm like, is this all theatre or what? I mean, we've pulled theatre, but like, are they pulling real theatre or what? Because that's crazy that I didn't say that because that sideswiped me today. Anyway, I wasn't even going to talk about those two, but. What do you think about that? Wait, real quick. Who was it again? Who was it? Two Don and Jacob. Two? Don and Jacob were as nice as fuck. Like, Don and Jacob were talking today immediately from the minute Don joined when he was doing his squats and Jacob was already in. I mean, you know, they did get a little bit feisty further in, but that was about ICF issues and blah, blah. But after all that shit the other day, they were as nice as fucking nightmares to each other. Seriously? I was like, what's going on here? Is this like, like, is this proper, like, charades or what? That's what it seemed like to me today. I was like, there's no way you can talk to someone like that three, four days ago, four, four days ago, five days ago, and then be like, I mean, even when he went after Lipbit, who was just in as a listener, who's blocked me on every one of my accounts, by the way, all fucking three of them. Like, I'm, I'm like, this has got to be fake. All that shenanigans about recording Dawn and I'm choking him out and fearing for my safety and all that shit we all heard last week. That's all got to be fake. For them just to like talk like that to do. Like literally as if nothing had ever happened. Like literally as if they were having a cup of fucking cream tea and a scone. You know what I mean? Hello? By the way, it goes look. Oh, I used to let, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, me, I right? was getting my headset on. Sorry, I was just trying to get my headset on. Yet again, Gus lost complete control over his space, like, and I started muting people left, right, and center, of course. I had a dip out me. Couldn't fucking deal with it. 20, 20, 25, 20, 25 minutes was enough for me. Like, I was like, oh, bye-bye. But yeah, man, what else has been happening? I haven't heard anything. I've been trying to stay away from shit, like. I was the working group going. 
productive. It's actually going really, really good. Um, this guy Triggs is fucking amazing. That's he um is creating the consensus. Triggs, Triggs, did you say? I yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, hold on a second. Let me get my. I'm just. I'm not, not Triggs. <laughs> I'm getting fed up for the day. <laughs> can, can, we get some, can we get can we welcome some people quickly? Well, we've welcomed Coin Landon Page. Uh, let's welcome just home play. Oh my god, I had my headset on backwards and the mic was behind my head. No. <laughs> <laughs> you pleb. You pleb. <laughs> pleb. Anyway, talking talk about plebs, we have the biggest home pleb in the world. Hello, son. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Are you still on uh, holidays, are you? Yes, yes, sir. We got another uh, six or seven weeks of, of summer break. So. Okay, yeah. now how long, did they, how long did they get off where you live? For four months or something? It's like, uh, I think it's summer break is 10 weeks. What? That's insane, that. Like the longest break in the UK is six weeks. Like They actually call it the six weeks holidays. Fucking hell. I mean, Bayvans, do you or kids get like 10 weeks in a row? Is that what you, the crack is yeah, your break? Like, so, right, my kids are home now, but my son, he's working. He's He works at, he's got a job at McDonald's. And my daughter is, uh, she's home, but she's going to have like, you know, little summer daytime thing that she'll be able to do to get out of the house. But yeah, she's home right now. So it's not as easy to get on, you know, spaces. And there's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of. There's a lot of places um, in the States, Robo, that are talking about uh, going to a more of a full year school calendar, you know, so having like like what you're talking about, where like your longest break is only like six weeks and then you've yeah. got like a couple of week long breaks throughout the school year, right? But like, uh, no, we have, have we like have like this. no 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 we have like what you would call three semesters uh, in England. Yeah, like trimesters. Yeah, so there's 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 all kinds of discussion about different calendars. Where like, I guess one of the biggest things is like for some kids being out of school for more than like a month causes them to fall behind too much. Right? Yeah, like yeah, the loss yeah, yeah. of learning for some students is just. It so ruins, I, it ruins their development or it, it really stunts their development. So that's I'll, very you know, quickly. In the States, it's, it's very much locality related. Like in one state, you can have like 50 different school year calendars because the county sets the school calendar unless the governor like steps in with, you know, executive orders and stuff. So. It can be interesting from county to county, you know, like you could have your your cousins in the county over and they get out of school a week later and start a week later, uh, you know, at the end of the summer. So it's weird. Well, bro, and very quickly, though, like a quick overview of what our holidays are, because we start school in September. Right. Which obviously like around the fall time is very common to start school around the world. Uh, but we traditionally start school in September. But then we have like a little midterm break, which is called Blackberry Week, which is in October, which is like a week off. And when we go and pick, pick blackberries, or that's what they used to do back in the day because you kept the blackberries over the winter. So it's like always been the same thing. And then we have the Christmas break, which is like effectively two weeks. Uh, then like over like the new year and stuff. Right? And then we have the uh, uh, we have Easter, which is uh, two weeks. Uh, of school yeah and then we have uh that's it until the end of the school year which would finish in july and you'll get like traditionally it was always like the last two weeks of july 
because that's when Shipyard like Fortnight started. If anyone knows about Shipyard Fortnight, when they used to take the two week holidays, it's quite a traditional like thing. The British holidays, it's rooted in real work and like like uh, industrial time traditions and stuff like that. For Shipyard sure. Fortnight. So they used you know to have what's this funny too is, Robo, people like to take those kind of holidays here, right? Like we have, like those people have family traditions. Um, the schools build in like days off, like working days for the teachers, right? And you end up with like a, a long weekend. And so people turn it into a week off. And so I think, you know, one of the things that like that goes into that debate of changing the school year calendar is like, look, people take these weeks off anyways, like give people those holiday breaks in the school year that they want. And, you know, like have the continuous school calendar basically where, you know, you've got your, your, long summer break that's not two and a half months but you still have a long period of time off and then you've got these holiday breaks you've got like a fall holiday of course we have the the christmas holiday here too it's about i, I don't know for b-bands for us i think it was 10 days off like you get like the last half of the week before off and then all the way until after new year's off um and then yeah we get an easter holiday here too like we get a full long week of easter so um yeah, some of yeah, the so we, that, we, right? Like, that's right, that's right. We would get, and... we would get uh, that effectively over the entire year. That means in the UK, uh, we, we do get, or we, we did get, I think it's like nearly seven weeks to give them now in the summer, actually six and a half or whatever. But like, effectively, that means we would have 11 weeks over the entire year. But you're saying you get 10 weeks in one go, right? Is that right? Yeah, 10 weeks in one go, and then, um, it might be nine weeks. Um, there, it's this, there's this, the state um, mandates so many educational days for each county, right? And then the county has to figure out how to deal with that. So, right. Okay. <laughs> um, but one of, like I said, so it's, we get the big long summer break. We, we get like a, a long weekend in the fall. I think it's like a four day weekend. You know, there's like a Thursday and Friday that they're out of school. Um, we get the Christmas break and the Easter break. So yeah, the, there's the discussion of like not have that 10 week break, have holiday breaks through the year, you know, where like it makes sense as like a trimester break or something or a quarter, quarter break. Um, but you know, not losing their forgetting what they learned in the last year, you know, have you, have you got school choice where, where you live or what? Uh, no, I don't think we have school choice in this county. Um, okay, okay. I think a couple of Maryland counties have school choice. Didn't Trump? Didn't um, Trump really push for school choice? Didn't Trump really push for that, like as a national agenda? Right. I mean, Trump pushed for a lot of stuff as a national agenda. Trump is. It's going to be. It's <laughs> going to be one of his flag. It's going to be one of his flagship to twenty twenty four. Actually, I think the school choices. I think it's a big thing. Isn't that where there's like an allocation that goes to the school, right? Is that what school choices, if I'm right in thinking, is that like the money goes directly to the uh, the county or local or state schools or whatever, where it can go to the parents for them to decide like where their kid goes or something, right? Or what they do with the kid's education. Is that right? I don't know, but you can hear what I've got in the background, so I kind of have to drop out oh, of the conversation. Right. Yeah, I do understand a bit about school choice. Uh, like on from from what I gather anyway. That's kind of like the thing is that like it's taking the money away from the schools, giving it to the parents instead to make decisions of of what happens and where their kid goes. I don't know. At B bands, have you? I don't think you've got that in New York State, have you? Um, 
<clears throat> Full disclosure, I was editing some AI document just now, so I want to apologize that I wasn't listening. Is that for your game? Is that for your game? No, this is um. So me and Straylight, Straylight had some uh, personal things that he had to handle, so we kind of like just pausing, but that's still a go. Um, the uh, Otter AI that I'm using to capture the meeting notes and, and the transcription for um, the Juno working yeah, group. Yeah. Yes, and so like you can go in there. It it takes it and it basically like gives you a summary of everything that was discussed, breaks it down. And then in the, you can go to the otter chat and then talk to the, if like you didn't get the information you wanted from the summary breakdown by the AI, you go to the otter chat and be like, so um, what was covered in today's meeting or, you know, did this person say anything about, you know, and then you can ask it and it will answer, answer you and, and give you the notes. So kind of like, did you see what it did? The pipeium. Did you see what it did? The pipeium that spaces. Oh my god. Oh my god. It, like okay, so you should actually see if they'll pay you so that you can help train their bots. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they can just like listen into you talking like live, but you know that you they have to pay you and stuff. You can just holy fuck. That was nearly. <laughs> That was nearly as bad as when Sasha tried to capture me for Jacob, like when Sasha was spying uh, on me, like for Jacob and trying to capture it with like this sort of AI recording shit. And then like, if you read it, it's like, oh my God, really dude? Like really, did you even send that to Jacob as if that was going to be some incriminating evidence on me? I was embarrassed for your man. Like he's probably the biggest weirdo I've ever met actually, Sasha, in this entire space. What? You think he's a weirdo? What? Oh, I can't, I can't even believe. Oh, I tell you what. So you know he threatened Weldon. You know Weldon from Chihuahua. Uh, do you know how many people have contacted me where like he's demanded like money and shit, like like offering to do shit, like like for free, like oh if you need a bit of help with this, like just let me know. And then people are like, oh well, maybe I do you know about do you know about this? And then he's like, oh yeah yeah yeah, and then he'll give an answer. Then he's like, next message like. My family are fucking starving. Like, you better send me money. I need it quick. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think we're fucking... My wife's going to leave me if I don't, like, get this in 24 hours. Like, you'll have to help me out. Like, it's really weird as fuck. Like, and I saw just the other day, MB uh, DM me, and he's like, well, Robo, I don't know if you know about this. Saying I'm in your spaces a lot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, being there, I got the T-shirt. You didn't have to tell us. Like, I'm going way back before we did the first uh, airdrop on uh, Juno. Like, they banned you in the group, the Rock FM group, but you probably didn't see the screenshots I sent, like, well, like just literally. Now? Like today? No, months ago, man, when we, when we first did the, uh, when we were planning to do the first uh, airdrop, the first uh, through uh, Dow Dow, when we were going to do a custom contract, the first one that we did through the Dow Dow stakers, remember we did the Dow Dow stakers, we dropped, imagine the smell of them, like 91 of the Dow Dow stakers, that was my idea, just to do it for a bit of banter, a bit of laugh, bit of awareness and then we did the pre-order on gm which was the pole point of doing the first one like sasha said he would help and then we didn't even get to talk about like you know jason's or anything like this right which i found out afterwards are quite easy if you know what you're doing and you can put a, a google spreadsheet together that just like replicates stuff it's quite easy actually like literally <laughs> this guy fucking hell he's like the big, biggest weirdo i've ever dealt with in crypto. 10 times a bigger weirdo than Jacob. They are. 
And this is recorded, and I don't care what I'm saying. I've had this conversation with like <laughs> ten people already. In That's cool. I was like, I was hoping. Um, is anybody have any information about what's going on in the in the cosmos ecosystem that can be highlighted real quick? What do you mean? Oh, Adam, you have, like, is it because you're on AI? Are you trying to make some notes out of this space or something like on your AI? Is that what it is? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm. I just. I'm just trying to like. Um, I don't know. People want to talk about, you know. Okay, there's, there's a lot of something interesting. Have you seen the price of neutron? <laughs> um, no. Is it up, down, all around? Oh, always <laughs> up. This shit just keeps going. Please make it stop. Why so... you don't want it to go up? Because you want to pick up more, or you think it's going up? Hell too yeah, fast? I want to pick up more. So, Soy's calling out some people, isn't he? Hasn't uh, Soy got some people on coming on the space? No? Does anybody oh, know yeah, about yeah. this? Yeah, there's a time wave. So, time wave's asking for funding yeah. uh, for the uh, allocator. But, like, the it seemed at first the allocator was already built. I think that was, like, the talking point. And then they're also asking for a lot of money. A lot of money, but it's probably best to ask him about this. So he's good. Yeah, well, I, I, already, I, already have, I, I already have been in the DMs. If you want to know the truth, he actually DM'd me and just said, Robo, I wish you were awake because he knows what time it is for me. I'm in the same country as him. He went, I wish you were awake for this. So you're co-host like you went so we could just fucking go in guns blazing. So there's some free alpha for you, right? <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, that's around six o'clock, right, uh, CT? Or, or what time? Because uh, I actually yeah, thought it was yesterday, and I was gearing up to 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 listen to it. But um, tonight I'm going to to like a a Sahara rock uh, concert, so I'm, I I hope I don't miss it too much. Because I really want to be there. Want to hear it? I want to hear it. Wait a minute. Is this is this a Sahara rock concert in the Sahara, or is no, that that would that would that would have been fire. Um, no, it's uh, it's Tinari Wen, so it's uh, it's Sahara rock from uh, the the south of uh, of Algeria, but um, it's it's not in the Sahara. That that was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, bro. I was sure you were back. Like I was sure you were back home. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm back home now. I'm I'm. Uh, I'm preparing myself mentally and uh, and physically for for a job that I've been waiting for very long. Uh, is this something that you think you've got in the bag? Sorry, I excuse the noise. I'm just making some uh, oval thing. Uh, is this a job you've got in the bag or, or what? Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be just fine. I don't want to talk too much about it because I, I, I'm i going to have to sign an NDA and I don't know what's on it yet. So you, you never know, right? Well, can you talk about the juicy gossip? Yes, I mean, can you talk about the juicy gossip? Because you did say you had some. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to be careful with that too. I'm waiting a little bit more. I, um, and if I tell you, I think I'm going to try and send it like semi-anonymously, <laughs> not in a live recorded space, you know, right? Fair play, fair play, fair play. But on a, okay, so if we were talk about like juice on a scale of like one to ten, 
One being like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it a million times before. Right. Ten it's, it's... Alpha of alphas. We're at rug of rugs. Uh, where are we on the scale? Um, so without saying who and what, I can tell you what, what it kind of is. So imagine you're taking orders with some um, experimental tech and you lose half of the orders and have to figure out a way to uh, contact the people, but there's no way to do that. So, so it's, it's, it's rich drama, but it's like another fuck up for a group that can't really use it. If you know what I mean, it, it's, it's not big. It's not big. It's, no, no, uh, dude, sorry, dude. I was, I was stuck on mute there. I know exactly what you mean, but uh, that didn't sound good by the way. No way of contacting them. Bucanella, no, exactly. Uh, it's, it's not great. It's like, um, like I, I don't think it matters a lot. It's just like it's a good example of being careful and doing enough testing before you uh, you go live with something. I see. Uh, osmosis is uh, pushing absolutely everything out right now as much as they can do, right? I saw the uh, there was another 200k, wasn't there? Just given out through the uh, grants system. Uh, do, do you know how much Dowdow got or not? I was asking today if anyone knew about how much Dowdow got, because like I say, I've been out of the picture for a couple of days. No? Anybody know how much uh, Dowdow got out of the 200k? Uh, I, I don't know, Rabbit? but um, I, I think if I remember correctly, I saw something. There's like this... Uh, this um, chat on Telegram with a lot of developers in the on Eco system uh and i think someone posted a picture of down asking 50k i think that would seem about right because i think there was four projects mentioned and it was like 190,000, right in total yeah something like that revy revy's yeah. just given out i think it was like a day ago or something they posted right so misari misari for the updates Basically, though, like I was saying this fucking how long ago? Actually, this is on a recorded space, and I know which one it is. When I was uh, talking about uh, the building and the output and, like, Sunny and blah, blah, blah. Like, literally, Sunny should have just said, like, ages ago, he should have just come out publicly and went, I've stopped building. We've stopped building. We're just going to pay all the people to do it. We're just going to pay third parties. He should have just done this, like, instead of pretending, like, ages and ages ago that he was going to be this, like, supreme builder. Like, and I'm talking, you know, four months, five months after uh, Osmosis was, like, released, you know, went live. Like, four to five months, he's out there publicly, like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Now, Sonny, we've waited 18 months for you to pay other people to do it. But, like, if you'd have said this and been open and honest, then I think we would respect you a lot more. But like as a builder, fuck Sonny and fuck Osmosis. Like, sorry, like, hey, good morning, Tank. Hello, son. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys all doing? Bro, did you, were you on the space the other week when I made the joke? Finn was on with us and he got it and a few others did. When I made the joke about uh, Sonny, the, like his new job is the public speaker, you know? <laughs> The international jet setting public speaker. Like, I wish these people would just hide away, like, or, sorry, not hide away from pretending that the devs, like, these days, you know? I feel like they're all just public speakers lately. 
<laughs> but no, there's, oh, some, yeah. there's some of them that are actually uh, building stuff and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I think it's funny, dude. I think you're kind of right. They haven't wrote, they haven't wrote a line of code between them in over 12 months. Zachy, yeah, Sonny, some... Jack, Zachy, Sonny, Jack, and both Ethan's. They Sometimes, are. like the longer you're in this ecosystem, you start to feel like, like, is everybody just like, like, talking and 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 bullshitting? Because yeah. you know, like, as soon as you start to work with the, some of them back doors, like, it's 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 really like, what the fuck are you even doing? Yeah, Sunny, do you know what what Sunny's offered? Right with these like uh lim- like the limit orders and uh, calc with the DCA stuff and that right, like it's other people that have built on Osmosis. Obviously, Osmosis wants to be a really leading consumer chain. It has got the tech to be able to do it, especially like with Cosmosm and stuff like that. Blah blah. Like like Os- the Osmosis tech, like the originating core tech is actually like really really good. But he promised us like. There's going to be, right, no fucking shady MEV. There's going to be no time-banded attacks. There's going to be fucking, like, Sonny promised the earth. And actually, for what he promised, we got 10 to 15% if best. I said the superfluid stake and all that shenanigans about that was a fucking joke. But then, like, avatars, like, they came out with avatars, and we all laughed our head off. It's like, bro, 12 months for an avatar, and you're fucking taking the piss now, like, it's got to that stage, and like, all right, you mind, everybody gets on about the deepest liquidity, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I just wish, in my heart of hearts, Sonny would have came out 12 months ago and said, look, we're just going to give fucking, we're just going to dilute all of you osmosis fucking stakers and helpers. We're just going to dilute, yeah, so we can pay other people to be able to help us make money so we can travel the world and do loads of talking and live in five star hotels while other people do all the fucking, working in the lab, you know, 12, 6, 14, 16 hours a day. I just wish people would be open and honest about it. You know what I mean, Tank? It's not that difficult. I mean, Zachy's exactly the same. Zachy's an international jet-setting fucking public speaker these days, isn't he? He hasn't written a line of code for a year, I doubt it. Not at Similiar, Similiar anyway, he hasn't. Neither does Jack. Jack doesn't even write code, does he? Andrew does it, right? No, am I on my own on this one, am I? You're, you're on your own. It's recorded and I'm getting <laughs> sent, sent down the river. Even, like, you know, even fucking Jacob's output's being questioned, isn't it? Well, let's not go there. Why do you think, so why, do you this, think oh, why do you think, why do you think Jake, why do you think Jake would want to pay Reese out of his own pocket? Why Why do you think Jake's going to want, wanted to make sure that, you know, the, that, uh, Noah and your man uh, Zeke were going to be like uh, well accommodated and well looked after why do you think because the more that you can get that stuff done and the more you can get other people paid out of the community pool uh, the less you're going to have to do yourself and then you can go and focus on what you want to do is being a, a face you know hosting spaces for hours at a time in the middle of the night and blah 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 you, you get me you feel me I mean hosting spaces and hanging out is that what you're saying no, traveling the world, traveling oh. the world, conference or conference. Doing both I mean, of those li- things at the same time would be cool. But if I can, if I had to pick one, then I want to be on spaces talking to people and learning things. But maybe I'm crazy. Look, the ultimate, the ultimate dream of these people, man, the vast majority of them, what the the dream they're living now is just to get on this circuit. Whether it's East Denver, whether it's consensus, whether it's fucking 
Cosmoverse, where they're like, it's literally just a, like, and it's all the same people all the fucking time. But like, didn't pretend that you're a dev, like Sonny. I mean, Mesh, by all accounts, Mesh is going to be a disaster now, isn't it? From what I'm hearing. Sorry, I'm making a joint, by the way, if I sound like I'm making noises. No, I'm no. A blunt. Um, no, I'm just about, like. About Mesh uh, is going to be shit, isn't it? So listen, I want to tell you, I can, I can talk a little bit about the working group, but like from my perspective. <laughs> um, okay, before, before, we a... dive, before we dive in, then, before we dive in this little like alliance, alleged alliance, like between like Osmosis and allegedly Juno, but like the, the cut Juno out with the press releases, like this little mesh alliance that they've got going on, uh, is the Atom Economic Zone like their kind of reactionary thing like there's a lot of talk about who's actually front running whom in this situation allegedly mesh was going to be front running everyone but it doesn't seem like that at the moment anyway we'll come back to that what were you going to say i mean i'm more like concerned about people taking their atom and minting this uh what, what is it icst or some shit um ist yeah ist like uh are you gonna take your your atom and do that like really i don't know the fuck I am. I, <laughs> no. I was like, what? So I give you my Adam and you give me this IST. Right. So you like do know before. <laughs> pegged, 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 pegged. It's not going to stay. <laughs> you, you do know that Jacob's entire, I mean, not his entire assault. I'll tell you what, 75% of his assault on Kujira going back to uh, late October, early November last year, 75% of his assault was over IST USK. Uh, the other 25% was just uh, Sunny terrified. But 75% of that was IST, by the way, especially after Jacob had uh, abandoned the uh, the stable coin that he'd been apparently working on for ages and it was going to change the world. But let's not talk about that. I mean, how many stable coins? I mean, how long is this going to go on before we learn? How long? Uh... Well, this is like we talked about this the other day. Like, okay, until Probably someone until it's like regulated into the ground, or until someone builds a truly uh, algorithmic uh, stablecoin. But many people on the planet think that's like actually physically quite impossible, theoretically impossible. Uh, over collateralization. Or, you know, collateralization with baskets of assets uh, seems to be the thing that's working at the minute, right? No? What, like the like the curve, like like trying to mimic those curve pools? Is that what you're talking about? No, like USK is over collateralized, right? <clears throat> well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about, like, I, I agree with you. I think over collateralization is the way to go. I mean, when you look at any economic uh, situation, uh, it could be crypto or it could be the regular muggle markets and stuff, the regular world, right? Like over collateralization is what we all do. It's what, it's what every uh, economy does is, you know, is they, <clears throat> they weight themselves against everything else uh, because you have to, you have to look at the economic power, not just in your own uh, bubble. And that's kind of what, uh, 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 to get my point across, I kind of feel like Cosmos, um, unfortunately, just always does that. Like, oh, we talk about like, oh, we're going to do a whatever stable it is, right? We're going to do an over collateralized stable. It doesn't matter if it's Condex, if it's IST or whatever the new thing is. But they only do that with their own assets within their own. Like, we need to, if we're going to do that, 
if we're going to have a stable, then we need to actually have it over collateralized with other stables outside of the Cosmos ecosystem, with Bitcoin, with Ethereum, with the largest market caps and liquidity possible and not just Isn't that our silk? Own. Isn't that silk, though, yeah? Well, that's what silk's hoping to, to achieve. Honest, like though, Silk in USK is in in direct immediate Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, like, that's not being brought in. I think is probably the the best has the best chance at doing so because they have that mindset. I Sorry. think I think a crossover. When we, when we, this is why we had Carter and uh, uh, Dovon exactly like two weeks ago today, is because like Ambedo started all this off right, but the conversation about like Silk and USK and what can be possible and what can be achievable, especially when we get to like privacy as a service. And the way that Kujira wouldn't like roll with the cats, you know, fucking dude, that's like exciting stuff. Like, but that's uh isn't silk like collateralized by like a several like like top tier assets, right? Isn't it? Yeah, I think it can go like yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you're right. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't really dove into silk for or anything in the secret network for like forever. To be honest with you, um, but I, I think you're correct. And whereas uh, USK. With USK, you have to like deposit collateral to mint it, but the pegs maintained again above the dollar, which is why that means that it's over collateralized, right? Well, that's that's uh, I, I love that about USK and it full of transparency, right? Like, I, I always have, I feel like I have to say this now, but like Kujira is a sponsor of ours, uh, but it's, it's not why I'm saying this, uh, but I, I absolutely love the fact that you actually have to, in order to get USK, you actually have to put up something, like, you can't just yeah, but you just can't put up a standard USD value at the time. You have to put up the value of the USK, which is pegged above the USD, right? Yeah. Which means yeah. it's over-collateralized, over right? Yeah. And that's I think that's like the biggest reason why it works and why it's been working. But yeah. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's why some mechanisms. You, guys all know, you, you, can't, you can't just like introduce something and then try to collateralize it. Like you, you I don't know. I just I, I feel like that's just ass backwards and people keep trying to hit that nail every single time. It's like you can't just make something up. Do you know do you know how I feel about this a little bit in, in regards to like the algo uh stable, right? Is that I feel after uh, UST and Luna that even if somebody came up with like the greatest idea for an algo, it would take like fucking ages to implement and grow to any market cap simply because of what happened previously. It seems to be that the current trend is to be either going like the weir of like, you know, curve and blah, 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 uh, and the pools, right? Like, or like the, the, the one that we're talking about, like the over collateralization in either the way that the, the basket's over collateralized with uh, silk and they can counteract that market shift, you know? But generally, it's a more secure assets. And then USK, you have to deposit kind of more than it's kind of worth uh, in US, in true USD like value. I just think that when you've got these models that are functioning and working all right on a micro scale compared to like, you know, crypto out there, I just think it'll take like, for me, I don't know, what would it take for you guys to trust an Algo, Algo stablecoin? Because Luna Terra actually had good fundamentals if he hadn't have fucked it up, right? And hadn't decided to move the liquidity out to the three pool into the four pool, but never mind. Uh, they said that they there's stable growth. That's that's what it would take for me. Two to three years of stable growth. Okay, and a decent market cap, yeah, presumably. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it could start as a micro market cap. It, it's just fine. But like, uh, I think that's like you were saying, I, I picked the latter. Like, I, I, I know everybody's going to like the curve model, like you said, the pools and stuff like that. But I really think for something to last, it needs to be built over time. Uh, and that's going to, and, and if it can sustain itself and maintain itself over that long period of time, uh, you know, in, in that in that little range of acceptable uh, range uh, of over collateralization, like, that's that's when I would be like, all right, this is this is worth me getting back into, but it, it would have to be like at least two years. I, I, before Pete Bounce, I know you were ready to speak there, but he mentioned like micro market cap. I would I would probably say though, if you're talking about the stable in relation, like the market, a micro market cap of a stable would probably sit around about a hundred million dollars as a micro fucking stable but like you can look at what like usk motor cap is now and then you will uh, or even silk and then we know exactly like what level we're talk- how early like we're talking you know uh, yeah i was i was actually thinking about that too like what is uh the definition of a micro market i think you're right though i think it's a couple yeah i think it's around that range. it doesn't have to be yeah i think it is though if on 60 billion if tether is sitting on 60 billion like you know come on like, come on, a hundred million is a micro fucking cap in regards I mean, to any that's, state. That's, and, I, and I wonder your guys' input on this too. Like, that's what I was wondering. Like, is it fair to, when you're trying to compare, like, you know, because the one thing with, you hear Timmy and everybody else always say this about USDT, right? Like, you just, all of a sudden, there's some print that just comes out of freaking nowhere. And then like, so which one is more, do you compare it to like USDC or do you compare it to USDT? Or like, do you compare it up you an of the you two? Can't, you can't. You can't. That's batteries and that's apples and battery acids. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Way. Like, it's, it's that's mm-hmm. why I got stuck. I was like, is am I even comparing it fairly? I don't think I am. Uh, I think you have to put the predominant stables like in one category on their own, and then like evaluate the pros and cons of each one. Then when you get to the pros and cons of each one, then you can compare them against each other. That would be like a BUSD, uh, Paxos, USDC, USDT, I think, and probably DAI. Even though I think DAI probably still in the top 20 market cap or something, is it right now? So they would be like, what, the top four, I think, uh, top five or whatever? Like, And then everything else will pretty much go in the basket after. But then, like, because they kind of function in the same way, don't they? Like, back by fucking all sorts of assets. Like, have you seen the pie chart of like, uh, say, like circles? Because you don't even know the true assets within Tether, right? There's what circle I'll have to publish theirs, right? Have you seen that like pie chart of what's it's held where? Oh, it's like it's kind of mad. Like, there's several fucking segments, like like eight, nine segments on the pie chart or something of what's like commercial paper versus this versus this. The big thing or the big takeaway from USDC against USDT is that like they're saying that less than, I think it was like less than 20% of Circle's exposure was commercial paper, whereas like over 75 or 70% of USDT's exposure was commercial paper, which can be deemed in certain situations as being like toilet paper, right? Yeah. In the wrong kind of economic shift or the wrong kind of bad news, commercial paper can become toilet paper, right? Which is what they saw with Evergrande. And we still haven't got the bottom of that. Well, you know, and that's I was kind of thinking about that and kind of extrapolating out. I've been thinking about a lot of stuff, like all of us. But, like, you know how everybody fights for transparency and all this other stuff, and especially with our stable coins, 
which we absolutely need. Like the, the biggest thing or one of the biggest things, not the only biggest thing, but that I thought Doe did wrong was obviously like show his cards, right? Like when he was saying that he was going to be bringing in uh, X amount of Bitcoin to back the treasury, and like how much money they had in reserves. Like it's kind of like it allow it shows your vulnerability because it's all about liquidity. And if you show how much weight you have, then it just takes the opponent, whoever wants to influence, you know, whatever sector, maybe not even the entire market, but that section of it. All they have to know is how much you actually have uh, in reserves or in your backings. And so, like, I keep thinking about stable coins and like, while, yeah, we would always want to know, especially with over collateralized uh, stable coins, like exactly what is what and where is what, you know, do we? Because we saw how that went before when, when, when. But you can say that, you can say that on Kodera, can't you? You can say exactly like how much ETH has been deposited, what to, like that ETH price is yeah. right now versus like what was minted out of that in like true USD value. Like you can literally go on the fucking website and you can go and say all of the data, right? Dollar. Yeah. But I think it only get it only gets to be like a, a concern depending on where your stable is parked after and what it's exposed to. Um, like right now, like it is like, I think USK and Kujira, like it's still so relatively in its still bubble. It's still small enough market cap to where it's like, it doesn't have so much direct exposure to where it's like USDC, USDT and all that stuff. You'll find them in every pool and every platform and every DeFi application everything right like it's <clears throat> it's it's just proof of concept it's i mean they yeah. selected like what did they select the selected dot the selected ethereum they were very very particular in the assets they selected right to take as mm -hmm. collateral mm -hmm. but, but i think if like you combine, if you combine what they've got going on like like with auger and shit like i mean the kojira guys i don't know two years down the line you know, if they had things like wormhole and stuff going on, you don't even know where they could be. Like, it's just getting connections to other ecosystems, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think Kajira and, has a, a really good possibility. I forget. I think it was, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about her. It's, it doesn't really matter. But I think Cosmos Queen had said something like, which one actually has the potential? Like, what in the Cosmos ecosystem has the potential, as it stands right now, 200x? And I was like, the fucking kujira does like if you're if you're being very honest with you like like adam adam doesn't like even if you look at i don't know, i just thought that was such a really really interesting like uh question right like if you look at all the bigger ones that are in play right now in the cosmos ecosystem osmosis evmos juno um i mean injective still that's even really hard as much money that needs to come in to 100x that would be tremendous but like I don't know. I could be wrong. I think Kajira, though, is like one of the few that actually has a chance to, to really 100x. Well, it's, it's I mean, I'm not going to say it, it. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen before because it does. But if you look at what happened, especially after the November election and that dip, if you go and look at what happened to like RV, like Comp, uh, Maker, go and look at what some of these fucking tokens did, right? These like lending platforms, etc., right? Like if there's if there's another wave which we're expecting going into 2025, there will be a DeFi wave, and there will be coins that will shoot through the roof. I remember another one. I think with the uh, Binance was a Venus. Go on, go on, get the Venus. Rubble, rubble. 
from just, 2021. Just quickly, just quickly. you heard it here first, folks. Uh, directly from Tank, the man himself, uh, financial advice, buy USK and uh, Kajira. <laughs> you fucker. Don't, <laughs> don't listen to that, man. Yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't financial advice. Uh, so. Ah, uh... <laughs> uh, damn it, I didn't do my disclaimer. You're right. <laughs> yeah, go on, Robo. I just uh, wanted to uh, disturb... Uh... With that. No, mate, I'm I'm still laughing. And then I was trying to light me banger. My light is nearly dead. And I'm like, oh, fuck my life. You know, when your light goes nearly dead and you're like, oh, shit. You don't have a gas stove? Uh, no, mate. Oh, I got rid of it when Winston knocked the gas bottle over. Because, you know, we don't have mains gas in Thailand, right? You've got to get a bottle outside. Big Ooh, gas bottle. Really? I didn't know. And then one, uh, one day, Winston knocked it over and it was like, oh, dude, it was early in the morning. I'd let them out. Put the kettle on and then I like, went out the front. And then must everybody did it ran around the back and then I didn't know anything. And then I went in and wow, I walked in the kitchen, bang, the smell of gas was insane. I'm like, oh, can I can never go out. I had to run out and turn it off by the bottle myself. You know the thing that you put on the bottle? That that thing, I forgot what it's called again, the name, there's a round thing that you put on the bottle. Proper proper thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. But I don't know the name. I shit myself. I absolutely shit myself, dude. I've got a nursery next door. Like I'm not shitting you. Say if I'd walked in the fucking like I've been outside having a cigarette. If I'd walked in like the kitchen with a ciggy or something like boom, like dude, this would have blown up like part of the nursery next door. Like so, I just got rid of it straight away. I couldn't. I was like nowhere. Content. That's a question. If I can, I, I haven't done this in so long, and I'm like, what? How is Tron on Coin Market Cap number ten? What the fuck is going on with Tron? Uh. Uh, they're in the news with uh, USD, right? Uh, USDT. Wait, wait, I think so. Let me check out the news. Or, or, or TUSD and, or something. Yeah. And let, and let me ask you guys another thing that just blew my mind. I think it was last night. Or the no, there was day. a big cash out. There was a big cash out, wasn't there? Didn't he, didn't he take some money off the table again, Justin? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I don't fucking know. That's uh, yeah. And hasn't he? That's what Baybounce was talking about. The transfer the other week. The well, let, let me let me yeah, let me ask another fucking dumbfounded question. Uh, I saw a post and it could have been totally false, but did I see? Did you guys see where they were saying that they're going to rebrand FTX uh, and relaunch again? Yeah, I, yeah, I, they're trying to relaunch. They, that's uh, true. Yeah, so that's they found crazy. a lot of funds, but like what? I didn't hear about this—the rebranding and uh, relaunch. Bro, have you seen the news that's been coming out about FTX in the last couple of days? First of all how much the fucking lawyers are on. And we'll bring Chris in in a minute because he's been very patient. But first of all, how much the lawyers are on. And secondly, the, the original FTX auditors that gave it the green light are actually just happened to be uh, the auditors that just happened to have changed their name. The LLPs now a new, under a new name. Apparently uh, happened to be the auditors that are on uh, True USD and uh, Prime Trust. Isn't that a fucking coincidence? And then they've just said, oh, Dude, there's nothing wrong wild. here. I'm telling you. Dude, I'm not going shit you. Just because you can go and find this on Twitter if you just go and have a little like, look or whatever, like it's all over the fucking place, bro, I'm telling you. The FTX auditors, guys, that gave it the green light are now the people under a new LLP name, right, that are fucking auditing true USD. And that's a fact. Anyway, good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, Robo. What's up, guys? Yeah, great conversation. Uh, I've always said and thought that fixing the stablecoin issue is the most important 
issue that crypto faces. You have to have a, a stable coin that lives outside of the regulators. I mean, I, I know we're going to have regulated stable coins because they're pegged to USD or other fiats, but <clears throat> UST failing was the biggest danger I feel with crypto. Like you have to have at least one or two uh, decentralized cryptos that can live outside regulators should governments ever turn on crypto. You, you need to have some sort of stable liquidity outside of Bitcoin. So yeah, great conversation. Probably stable. Dude, right we had we had the world we we had the world until Dorquan pissed up the wall. Now I'm not one of these lunatics who's got this PTSD, et cetera, et cetera, right? All I'm gonna say is that like the minute he started his fucking pissing contest in public, I was just like, this is fucking doomed. Like this is not you, gonna you end well. I, you know what I well. uh Chris and Ra- uh and Robo sorry Rack. I said Rack because I looked at the damn Oh, fucking shit, Robo. Um, I hate the term stable. I, I did. I just looked down. I was like, rap, Robo, whatever. Um, I hate the term stable. I want to get, I, I wish the crypto industry would get the fuck away from the comfort zone and the use of the term stable because that means that we're just going back to the dollar and then what's the real point of it all? I would be happy and totally fine. If we actually had a weighted, like a uh, over weighted and over collateralized, uh, decentralized stablecoin that ranged between what it was collateralized within uh, and out, like, and just like fuck, fuck stables, fuck being like to a dollar. I don't even, I don't even want that. Right, because there's nothing that's truly stable because it's it's stable to what, right? And right, even the dollar exactly. and all the fiat currencies fluctuate based on. Uh, their their price to each other. So you're right. The the, the terminology gives well, 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 well. Doesn't the dollar? And sorry, guys. If I can, you can hear this. I'm on the toilet. I couldn't wait any longer. Wait a minute, though. Isn't the dollar uh, priced against a basket of uh, of other currencies? Isn't it like five currencies that the dollars? The 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 DYX, right? No, but what is, what, what is what does any of that matter though? It's, when you can print it's that the yen. Okay, so Japanese yen, British pound, Canadian dollar. Is that like that five assets that the dollar? Yeah, like none of prices. none of that matters with the dollar or any of these other currencies because they can just print it. So, like, yeah, but why like, couldn't they, why couldn't the crypto do... stable? Why couldn't the crypto stable be played played against them? Just like the way that the dollars played against, like, say, the the other five. Wait, what? Say that again. Like, like, surely, like, I mean, if you had to, probably we don't want to, but couldn't you use international currencies, like, as a basket to be able to have some, like, dot, like, a, some kind of stable? I hate using this. We all, because we all think of stables as dollar, right? Don't we? Don't we need, like, a unique crypto stable that's not that based silk? on that? Yeah, that's silk over on Shade. But it's it, exactly that's what we're talking about earlier. I was talking about silk, but it's. Isn't it mixed between like crypto and other traditional like commodities, right? It is, but I think the traditional commodities are like your your normal uh, gold, silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. Then you have like a, a basket of, of of centralized fiat currencies. But you're right. The, the the cryptos they did choose, if I'm not mistaken, though it's it's like Bitcoin and ETH. I think it's somewhat conservative in our minds. I mean, let me pull that up. I was looking at that the other day, trying to figure out. What is yes. the backing? Totally. So, so basically, it's it's quite a bizarre one that they've got, and it requires like quite a bit of code. And all I will say about this is that that is like really like early, 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 early days 
and, and now you see it operational, et cetera, and it's working kind of, uh, and especially when the market was like pretty shit the other week, it like held, it was well above peg, wasn't it? It's like, uh, it's like, well, it could work, but none of us fucking know. Let's be honest. Like, let's be realists in this situation. A uh, good idea, great idea, you know, figured out by people a lot cleverer than us, but it's like so much in its infancy. It's like a puppy that hasn't even opened its eyes yet in the grand scheme of things. And But I wish it all the best. And I do say that Cart is a very, very clever guy as well, like, by the way. Yeah, and even and even they were shaken. When UST failed, you saw uh, that Shade Protocol team kind of pulled back a little bit. And I remember at one point, they even made the slip up of saying, oh, well, we're going to back it by like 80% USDC. And I'm like, dude, you can peg it to all these basket of assets and all this other crap you want. But if your stable coin is backed by a centralized stable, then you're not a, a decentralized stable. So I think they kind of uh, got away from that after a while. I remember when UST first crashed, they had really kind of reworded how Silk was going to work. And then I kind of got disinterested in it. And then I think they actually turned away and, ended up not going that route but you're right i need to look and see what it is i know this their uh that new shade for swap is is pretty smooth and they do have those like usdc and uh silk pools which is you know like like tank said it's not a direct peg to one dollar it's more a, a, a range i believe for silk based on those assets that it's pegged to yeah, there's uh, there's quite a bit of complex like theory behind uh, behind what they're t- attempting to do, right? Like I say, a very nice experience, really in its infancy. Obviously, different from USK, but you know we see the oh look who's here, been. but we see the kind of value in both. I mean, I'm really glad that we've been shit talking uh, UST and the Algo stables while your man hasn't been here, because now he's dropped in. Oh, he's gone. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> did I, did I, oh, my God. I've upset them now, haven't I? Shouldn't say anything against them. What do they call them? Lord Doquan, is that right? <laughs> Lord. Lord, the Lord. No, that's Lord the Elon. Lord. I'm sorry. I was talking about the wrong God. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Do, Lord Doquan. Those little G. <laughs> Didn't they take all his money off him the other day? Or they took his ledgers or something? Did I hear that right? Did they take money off him? Yeah, the... But isn't he like in jail for like four months just for the false documents? I thought he got out. Did he not get out? No, I'm like house arrest or something. That might have been the tits. I thought he got out. I thought he was. Oh, no, no, no. When I saw him the other week, he went for his court appearance and he was fucking pumped, right? Did you see the size of him? Yeah, he looked pumped. He looked thin and, and, and had like strong. Didn't look well, his arms like... were, No, his arms were decent. Yeah, decent. Oh, I didn't have pipe cleaners like me right now, I tell you. Well, uh, I, but. Uh, they're just uh, proteining up and taking steroids, bro. Doe and Jay was both looking fucking thick. I was like, what the fuck is going on with you two? Didn't they take his ledgers or something off him? I'm sure they confiscated his Bitcoin or something uh, like last week or maybe end of the week before or something. Quite a Somebody bit as well, no? And I'd be looking really thin. I wouldn't be looking thick as fuck. I'd be looking frail. <laughs> 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 I was saying this, man, I'm telling you, if I was fucking door, I'd have been sleeping with those ledgers up my arsehole 24 hours a fucking day. Sorry, like, I'd have learned we, to put we them know you die. Do. We know you do. I'm telling you, you wouldn't have got that. What if there was, like, say, like 1.6 million or something up your arse? You're not going to protect that? Won't protect yeah. it with my life. Bro. bro, I'm protecting my ass no matter what. 
Oh, uh, bro, bro, what's up? Filming it takes too earth. pretty to go to jail. Has anybody seen that movie? Has anybody seen the movie where it's the French dudes, uh, like the old, like back in the day? I'm sure, it, and they get sent away, like, uh, like over to Panama or something, or somewhere to that prison. And they go over on the boat, and there's people like getting stabbed left, right, and centre on the boat, and get bloody. And then, like, basically, like everywhere they go, they have to carry this shit, like everything up their ass, and all the pen knives. And has anybody seen that, like, from the, like the fifties or something? Fuck, it's a really famous movie. Some of you, no, you would not get seen. I can't help think about uh, half baked or what's his face goes to prison. It is like the <laughs> fish. Give me your fruit cocktail. <laughs> Oh, bro, this, like, accountant or something, this get-rich accountant ends up getting, like, fucked over or something for, like, the murder of this chick because it's, like, the gangster's bird and he takes over a date and they fuck him over or something like that. Uh, or, or he's, like, oh, he's a playboy kind of guy, sorry, and, I, and he, he takes over a date and they fuck him over and they send him off, right? Like, wait, for wait. life on, in his infested pit. There's this dude, he meets this accountant, and then this dude's got, like, get fucking, like, thousands of francs up his ass. And every night he keeps having to take the money out of his ass to pay protection, and that's fucking horrific. Like, wait, wait I'm, like, I'm still, I know you're caught on this movie about this guy having stuff up his ass. Sorry, I know. We'll shut up. We'll shut up about it. Joke about half baked, and I'm wondering if you saw half baked. Have you seen half baked? Is that Chi Chi Ching Chong half baked? No, 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 no. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen half baked. No, no, I've seen it. I've seen. I'm trying to remember. Wait, I've seen it, but I've come on Alabama. I've seen it. Dave Chappelle and a couple other. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, when, he, when he's in the hospital and he gets the weed out of the hospital, right? Out of the dispensary in the hospital. He gets the bricks. That's it, isn't it? Half-baked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Dave Chappelle's working in the hospital, isn't he? He's like the cleaner yeah, or something. And he gets great it. movie, dude. When, when, when his boy goes to fucking, uh, when his boy goes to prison and he's looking in the mirror and he's like, I'm not a fish. I'm not a fish. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh, man, that is that that's an old school you've just took me back there to like old school i've got to say though my best my favorite like one of my favorite stone movies like when i'm stone stoned that i love to watch it has to be like next friday friday is good but like friday is brilliant but like the next, sec- friday, next friday was for the, the best for the corny when he's when he's got the hoover and he just puts it on his lip and he like he's smoking the joint and he's trying to put the smoke up the hoover then he just sucks his lip up Chris funny, but like, what's his face that played um Day Day? Day Day is fucking hilarious, bro. Oh, Mike, Wait, Mike, dude, something, he was it? running around the car, and that chick was chasing him, and he had that cookie, and he slid the cookie down the fucking front of the fucking windshield. That shit, oh, I was which, fucking dying, bro. Which one of the Wayne's brothers is it? It's one of the Wayne's brothers, man, isn't it? No, it's not. It's yeah. uh. That's not it a Wayne's brother. Is it Mike, oh, no, is it Mike? What's his name again? Isn't it Mike? Mike Dean? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Dude, that's the one. He's like, Day Day, stop playing around. He's fucking running around the car. He's like, here, take a cookie. I know you're hungry. <laughs> you know which bit? Know which bit I love though is when you know the dog Chico when it chases him and he jumps on the roof of his car. You know, Day Day like loves his car. And he's jumping on the oh, roof and the he gets his belt out and he starts whipping Chico and the little guy, the Mexican, he gets hey, arms. The cruelty against animals, arms. I'm going <laughs> to report it. you, like. <laughs> dude when when he fucking when that little Mexican there I was like hey man no more locked doors you guys know I have a thing against locked doors I'm an Aztec warrior <laughs> fucking dude I was cracking the fuck up 
Yeah. Uh, that that movie was so wrong on so many levels when the dad can keep smelling the shit all the time. <laughs> oh, is that, listen, oh, that might be the first Friday. Anyway, sorry, B-Bands. Listen, seriously, though, I'll never get tired of watching White Chicks. That with, movie, um, the, yeah, oh, yeah. That, <laughs> it freaked you out? It didn't make you laugh? The fucking look, the look like, the fucking, it's scary looking. They just look like they had really bad Botox, but like they look, definitely they look... passable. And I love the um, what's that guy Terry? Uh, where he was Terry, Terry Crews, and he's like singing the song, and he's like, "That's wifey right there." It's yeah. like, <laughs> like sucking on his toes. And stuff like isn't 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 Terry Crews in uh, uh, Friday after next? Isn't he with uh, Cat, Cat, uh, is it Cat Stevens? There uh, Cat Stevens. No, my mother's name again. But Terry Crews is uh, isn't he the like the landlady's uh, son or something? And he's Sorry, like putting the t- oh, right. <laughs> Friday after next. Terry Crews in Friday after next is the big guy, and he's like talking about when he was in prison, and he's like like literally the like scared shitless of him. That's fucking br- that, that's quite a funny one, but not on par with that one. Anyway, dude, uh, I thought we might have got some extra speakers up, mind. Uh, Timmy's down there, uh, and I see Soy's coming. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I've heard Soy's having a space tonight. Who's, who's heard about this? Uh, what, what time is it? I'll to participate. I'm an American, so I don't participate anymore. I'm presuming. I'm presuming, Bebon, it's going to be around mid-afternoon or something for you. Uh, for me, I think it's like quite late. I mean, I'm going to be asleep. I've got work. Uh, I wish I could attend. But you guys... Uh, uh, I think you're all... Yes, you guys... Uh, how are you doing? You guys turn this into a uh, movie review show? That's pretty cool. It's it's everything we want. Bebon's has got an AI recording this shit, Finn. It's amazing. It'll still... No, I on don't. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. No, I don't. I just found no, all the rich baseball cards, so I'm pretty much retired at this point. So I hope your AI is doing Bro. its job and my job. Ben, you have like a trait. Like you, your mom like really stored that sh- fucking. Bro, what the hell we are they called? Like a- we we used to own like four card shops. I guess back when I was a little little baby day day, you know, and they sold all the good shit. But I found some other good shit. So you need yeah, you know, you know, everything. Do you know what the funny thing is about you Yanks? Oh sorry, Tank. You know your funny thing about you Yanks, Finn's coming here. Like we turned this into like a movie show, but to keep it relevant, we have to talk about Yankee movies because I bet you if I was to start talking about some of the like classic like wrecked stoner movies, the like the famous like river apart from Soy, you said I'll be like, what's he talking about? Like British people watch American movies, but actually American people you just didn't watch British shit is rarities, like isn't it like Love Actually or something like that? Or the women. We only watch your silly TV yep. shows like the IT crowd, Red Dwarf, Black Books, shit like that. I'm very surprised they don't make them into the American version, actually. No, I've not got an IT crowd in uh that's quite funny though, by the way. You know, got an IT crowd in uh, America, have you not? Like you ripped off the office, you ripped off shameless, you ripped off everything else, right? Like, I've got a question for you, I all mean, the people rip, in the room. Ripped off I've is a, a strong phrase. I, I would say adapted for our Americanized audience. Sure. 
ripped off? Mm, yeah, probably not. Well, Shameless. And what do you they ripped about? off Black Shameless. Doctor Who. I'll tell you what. I've got a question for you, an honest question, because you're all in a similar age bracket. Uh, apart from Baybands, I'm sure she's a lot younger uh, off camera. But basically, I grew up right as a kid with so fucking much American TV on bloody TV all the time back. I mean, we only had four channels back then, right? In fact, I remember growing up with three and they cable. <laughs> with them, we got four, right? My goodness me, if it wasn't Cagney or Lacey, if it wasn't New, New uh, what's it called, Street Blues or something? New York Street Blues or something that cops you all. Hill, Hill, like Hill Street, Hill Street Blues. Blues. If it wasn't bloody Night Rider or Street Hawk or uh, like, Jesus Christ, I mean, the only things that we ever had in those days that were actually British was like Benny Hill and soap operas. Apart from that, like, you're like, literally, you know, your grandma wanted to watch like the soap operas, like Enders and Coronation. You're like, oh, fuck my life. And then you're like, am I Night Riders on my like, And you're like, come on, get this. Because shit America's up. the best, damn it. From America. America's we the best. You had loads of cable TV. You had loads of cable TV, so you had loads of programs. So, like, you know, they could, like, select these bloody from a million, thousand million programs, couldn't they, at the time? Yeah, it's because All America's I'm the is best. You don't see any any British baseball cards, do you? No, you fucking don't. So can I can I give can I give, can I give you best. some examples though? Can I give you some? I mean, I did start growing up, and I was a real young kid on like Sergeant Bilko, like the original shit. Uh, Mash when I was like quite a young kid. Uh, Quantum Leap. I mean, how good was Quantum Leap? And Sam, fuck's sake, man, that's got to be some of the best TV I've seen in my life. Uh, what's the one where that manimal man, was? It manimal where your man turned into like a panther and shit. Can Art man, Art oh. animal. The Manimal. I think that was a late night porn show or something that you were watching. I don't remember Manimal. Manimal? Oh, bro. Yeah, that's, that that's old. He's, he's going older than us. That, that's old shit. Manimal. So I'll tell you what it was about me grandparents who I lived with for a very long time. Very, very long time. I think it was a exploitation film. Now they let me do what I want, man. Just like if I want to stay up all fucking night, I couldn't shit. Like, like there's no rules. Like, like me grandma and me grandfather would just like do what you want. Like, I could just sit up and watch TV all fucking night. I'll tell you what, when I was a proper kid, though, Street Wolf, uh, what was it? Uh, was it Teen Wolf? Airhawk? What? Airwolf? Teen Wolf. Airwolf. Airwolf and Street Hawk. Oh, Street Hawk was amazing. That bike. Who was that actor in that again? I forgot. I thought it was in that. And then MacGyver, hey, I, 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 after I, I, MacGyver came out. That was it. I got a, I got an actual question after, but before I, I do want to ask: Does anybody remember uh, Alien Nation? Yes. Wait, is it? it is came it the on, one they, they drank the milk, like the rotten milk? It was on right before were, Married with Children, huh? Yeah, their yes. heads were bald and long, and it had like the marks, and they like they couldn't touch stuff. salt water. So like they would die if they touched salt water and shit like that. It was fucking corny as hell, but it was like I used to watch that. That was Turbo. Was that? <laughs> Hey, I, gotta, I, do, I do. I do want to pivot and just ask a, a actual question because I've been thinking about this as far as investing goes. Um, like where the next moves I want to make, uh, like not long term but shorter, shorter term. And I just kind of want to get your guys' opinions, and maybe you guys have something else that I'm not paying attention to. Uh, but outside, inside of crypto, everything, right? Like I'm, I'm talking about everything. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I've been looking at the six months bond, and like. 
really think that that's probably the best bet to buy right now. It's fucking yield is at 5.49%. I don't know. I just got some uh, really great financial advice recently and it said to buy uh, Kuji. Kuji? <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> as, as soon as I saw KuCoin saying KYC coming in two weeks, I'm I'm done with crypto. So I got 10 acres out here. I've been working the land. I've been chasing turkeys. Been feeding the deer, really getting back to my country roots. Have you got guinea, have you got guinea fowl you out there? Have you got guinea fowl out there? Yeah, turkeys, okay. pheasants. We got oh, all sorts no. of birds to eat Pheasant. out here. Pheasants, oh, bro. So Robo, Robo knows how to do a pheasant. Like it's not pretty, like, but if you do it properly, oh, fucking Jesus! So me uncle used to oh, yeah. torture. You stand on their wings, right? And you yank their legs out and it pulls all the shit you don't want to eat right out of its butthole. It's, it's very oh, nice. Bro, I tell you what, when you when you see a pheasant hanging and it's been fucking hanging for a fucking good fucking month in the heat or something in the shed and you see the fucking maggots eating all that shit away, it's going to make you puke. Like literally, people might in the room might not actually know. You literally let maggots clean your pheasant for you. So if anyone's never seen this, like I, like I grew up watching rabbits get stripped on the kitchen table on like a bit of plastic, like a plastic tablecloth and shit. Made, Isn't like, that like, how they used to like clean wounds and shit that way too? I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I know <laughs> you're old, but come on, man. My grandparents <laughs> used to eat tripeman. My grandparents used to eat tripeman. They used to eat kippers and that man for like, which everyone all smoked her and right. They used to eat kippers for like breakfast every fucking morning. Make me help the house stunk, man. Got any ideas? The windows were open twenty four hours a day in that fucking house, man. It was rancid. But yeah, man, in the shed, man, me, me grandfather used to hang the shit up from me. Uncle George, fuck, dude. Pheasants, man, it's not pretty. Like, but it works. Once you clean everything off and do it, you're left with the most beautiful fucking meat in the world. Like, it's very. Hey, when very you're living, when you're living in the country, you don't care how it looks, dude. As long as it tastes dude, good. What do you, what oh, do yeah, you think you about look at it? You just eat it. Close your eyes. Put it what in you, your mouth. Right. What do you think about rabbit? There's a lot of like people. What do you think about rabbit? Because there's a lot of people who were like, oh, about rabbit, right? I mean, I went and shooting babies yeah. and goats. Fuck rabbits. People say, like, they're cute. You can't do that. What's that? What was that, baby? What dance? Are we getting rugged? I, I might be there. The internet, the internet out here is my only complaint. Like, the internet out here is full on shit. There's like I, no I cable out that. here still. It's. I can hear you perfect. Elon Musk. Yeah, you sound perfect to me, man. Hey, no, but you guys didn't ask my question. Like, I'm looking at, guys, I'm telling you, I think, like, it's baffling to me. I think bonds, I think the six years is where I'm going right now. Oh, the six years, six months is where I'm going. Is is that more financial advice? That's where I'm going. I like that. (laughs) I like that, because people here have been asking me, they, they got all this, like, old country money, and they're like, what should we buy? I'm like, man, I don't fucking know. Buy me some bullets. And another gun or something like I don't I don't know, but bonds that's that's a good idea. I like that. Dude, dude the it's it's it, like the bonds like it's baffling, right? You got to get that sweet. So right now this the U.S. six month is at five uh five point five two uh for their yield, and then dude, it's crazy because then you go to the five year, which is four point four point one, and the ten year is three point eight, and the thirty year is three point. Eight. So, like, why would I do that? I just go for the six. I don't know, dude. He's upstairs. Go find him. Look with your eyes and your hands and your feet. Go use them. 
explore. Don't be lazy. So these six month bonds, how, what's the, you're getting like 5% on that. So, so what's 5% paid. of like $400,000 hypothetically. Like, look at you. Like so, a little chunk of change, right? All right. He says hypothetically. That's a pretty. Uh, that's a pretty detailed number you had there. <laughs> Give or take a, a couple hundred thousand, you know. <laughs> you got four hundred twenty thousand six hundred ninety dollars hypothetically, <laughs> and ninety-one cents. I, are you not getting sixteen percent, uh, Finn? I mean, I thought you were all in about the new, uh, the new crack on what's it called again? The new anchor? No, no, no. This is this is real money. This is adult shit. This isn't thirteen-year-old fucking. No. Is it Caravan or Cavern Protocol? Is it ca- Caravan or Cavern? Oh, Cavern's dope. Cavern's dope. I'm, this is different, though. This is not crypto. This is I think this yeah. is great so cash I, money. I could I could be wrong, but I do I know that you because usually I just look at the years. Uh, I know the ten year like uh, you get paid every six months until maturity. Uh, I don't. I think it's the same even on the lower. It's just obviously you just change. Okay, the, well, listen, uh, tank, tank. Like you better month. make sure you're right. Because if you're wrong, some of these mafia cats are going to be coming knocking on your door. So make know, sure you're right, right before I'm just, hypothetically. Hey, I'm just going to be like one this. of those old uh, stoner movies. You can keep on knocking, but you can't come in. I'm just going to close my door. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <laughs> yeah, Dave's Dave, not here, man. What do you mean? You're gonna, Holy fuck. What, what do you mean? You're going to act like a, a Zuki. You're going to act like a Zuki and just pretend there's no one in. Uh, Bro, just don't answer DMs. coming out with <laughs> Maneki. Maneki Elementals. Maneki Elementals coming soon. Oh my god. What a fucking shit show, uh, man. Wait, what, are you guys anybody... talking about the Azuki thing? Or are you guys talking about something oh, else? Oh yeah. There's even oh, a better one than that, though. You, they're down you know, 45%? What the fuck? Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. There's it, no, there's even a better one than that, and that was Machi with that main competition. And uh, enjoy, you know, enjoy your door, whatever his name is. Punk, well, Holy fuck. Is. We had the meme of the ape sucking its own oh, dick. He got blocked. They blocked him immediately. He's like, I thought you guys wanted memes. <laughs> but wait, he got the most likes twice. And he even reassured him on, on the fucking meme likes. Like, bro, I was absolutely dying. The entire like industry's like, whoa, bro, come on, what are you doing? At that and then point, you gotta just more. give your you gotta just give your project to that dude at that point. Like he won. Like you gotta just leave and give him the project oh it's amazing isn't it it's amazing like like come on this, this is yeah, glory. It, I mean, it gives you another perspective like not being in enveloped in this shit show seven days a week like just being out here in the grass and like checking in every now and again when i have internet and then just watching the shit it's just like what the fuck <sighs> you know what it, oh, you know what it also do you know what it also tells you, though? Before we welcome Timmy, it also tells you that this site is free. And that's one of the greatest things in the world is the very fact that, like, I can wake up in the morning, be having a shit day, less than fucking three minutes on Twitter, and I can be pissing myself laughing. And I think that's one of the most unique things about crypto Twitter is that, like, when no matter where you're on the world and what you're doing and how your day is going, like, you can jump into crypto Twitter, right? If you're involved in crypto, you should yeah, be. Yeah, it's or like the 24... It's a 24-hour circus, and whenever you want to come see some clowns, you know where to go, you know? Oh, dude, I tried to do your impression today about, like, uh, clown-ass people doing clown-ass shit with some clown-ass technology that their clown-asses don't understand, but I didn't do it as good as you. I tried, but I didn't get there. 
I tried. We got to quotify that, make that one of them quote things with like my face with all black and white and then have the quote there. <laughs> oh, bro. Dude, I can't wait until you uh, hopefully see what's coming. I mean, I know your man's down there in the audience. I don't know if he's replied to me, but there's a very, very slim, very, very slim chance, very slim, by the way, that we might be pulling something off in the next, like, uh, 48 hours. So all I'm saying is get ready for uh, Rack FM Records PLC to just pull off a stunt in the next 48 hours, if it's possible. I'm not sure whether it is. I've been watching that. I've been watching that chat and watching you just fumble the ball and then pick it up and then fumble it again and then pick it up and then just like, <laughs> where's my well, headphones, you're not, you guys? You're not, you're not in the Discord. You're not in the Discord with your man. Uh, no, nah, no. Nah. And, uh, the, you know, me, me and Ambedo and I are talking at the minute. You know, there's a, there's a bit of a plan there. If we can pull it off and do it, actually. This is only the precursor to something and what I consider is going to be much better. I'll have to send you the links to some of the stuff online, but we're just trying to have a laugh. I mean, what would you rather do though sometimes? Like try to have a bit of a laugh and a bit of a party and like, I mean, I think that's what we do here, right? No matter what's no, yeah, going on. And like that's adults, all you, you can know, do. At a certain and point, have, all you can do is laugh, you know. And have a party. Have a party, dude, you know. Bit of a party. Yeah. I like that. And, uh, I got. We got. Way, we could put a festival out here. You know, we could fit probably. Let me see. We got. We could fit two tents right there. We could fit another three tents up in the Christmas tree farm. Oh yeah, we got room for tents. We could have a party out here. So I spoke to RJ today uh, about two things about their like new tech auctions V two that's dropping blah blah. Uh, but we did talk about like you your EP the first EP, uh, which you're gonna drop on Omni. Obviously, that was the plan, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, dude, they are so fucking engaged in what we're trying to do and the very fact that, like, they can see that we're trying to build culture and Sisla picked up on this, like, when we interviewed him a year and a half ago, right? And this is, like, our relationship with Omni goes back, like, such a, like, long, long way, you know, but we didn't have Omni on because they do their own shit. We didn't have them on for, like, a year then came back and blah, blah. But, bro, they're absolutely fucking pumped and especially about this fourth tune. I think we all are. I don't know, B-Bands, you bought Plunder the other day. It's fucking class, isn't it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, B-Bands? Are you still with us? Yes. And yes, I, I'm sorry. I am kind of like multitasking, but I am still with it. And yes, I, I purchased my Plunder. And yes, it is amazing. It is so good. And I really love that it's an NFT and it's like in my wallet, like my property. <laughs> <laughs> did you like Did you like the French li- friendship? I can't even say it. Friendship bracelets. I mean, no, I, I listen. I listened to that song so much, and I even like was like memorizing the words. So, like, yeah, I like the song. They're working on a corner in Jersey. Finn, is that in relation to anyone in particular or not? Mm, perhaps, perhaps. Okay, uh, I've listened to all three intently. I've got to say, like, me, me my favorite references. Uh, when you're on about your armory on Bay and Bruce, I like that one. But I also like the uh, haunted pottery and like Dimmy Demi, like like that reference is just ridiculous. Like it's it's next level references that one. Like for anyone who actually got that, like I remember sending uh, Risby the lyrics to it was a GM, and he's like, "Fuck, I've been waiting for someone to say this all my life, <laughs> bro. I'm waiting. What, right? Can you give us any inkling about track number four? 
Like, has it got a working title? Because not even we know from the group chat. Has it got a working title or not? Are we sporting on Beto or not? Kind of, kind of. It's it's written. It's a different track, though. It, it's not like the first three. Well, but wait a minute. Aren't all three of them, like, really different? Isn't Imagine the Smell completely different to JM Fam? And they aren't those two completely different to Plunder? Like, sorry, like, I, I don't know what you mean there, because they're, they're all, there's nothing similar about these three tracks we've had so far at all. Other than the same beat producer. But I would say... Okay. I go outside because it's early here. Okay, so I, I would I, say... I haven't got that musical the, the here. First I three... got that musical here. Sorry. Oh, yeah, musically, no. I mean, I'm not a trained, a classically trained musician. So musically, like, everything I do is going to be different because I don't know what I'm doing. But uh, topic-wise, the first three were very Web3 focused, very in the moment of what was going on. Uh, and this last one, well, the last one for this first EP, there will be three other EPs coming. Um, it's different in as far as it's more of a personal homage to myself and where I came from uh, as opposed to like this current kind of web three stuff. So it, it's definitely different. Uh, I was hoping to have it done by the time I left, but that just didn't quite work out. So we'll, we'll, uh, it'll get done. Well, well, on that note, uh, oh, I didn't get Timmy up before he dropped. I feel bad about that. Sorry, Timmy, if you listen back to the recording, you hear this. Sorry, dude, we should have. He went through his own space. He said, fuck you guys. <laughs> the convo just goes, but no, no, I said that on today. He's joking. He's been joking. I did say to, to the RJ, though, that uh, if you look historically at the three you've done, they've been kind of like a month apart, there or thereabouts. So, like, I was like, okay, if you look, Plunder's just been released, obviously, like, the other week, you can probably expect, like, you know, a month probably, like, from there to get the, the fourth one out. But then I think how we package it up as the EP, if we'd been on this from day one, Finn, it would have been a different case, because, say, we could have, like, minted just everything on Omni and then got, like, people to burn, like, the four or something to get the, the EP, right? Like, that would have been, like, the easiest kind of thing, but... I'm in talks with them to see what we can can pull off with like the new drops that they've got coming. So hopefully, probably by the time the EP is ready or whatever, maybe we might have some other options. We're gonna see. Yeah, anyway, I think it's an experiment. Yeah, there, there's a lot of ways you guys can drop it, and I say you guys because I leave you guys fully in charge of that part of it, so that I can just you know focus on the the music part and uh, all that. But you mean, it, you mean me? You mean me? Who do you mean you guys? You mean me? Well, it, it was you this. guys until until Bruce had to become a fucking lumberjack. It, he was helping a little bit, but yes, it has been all Robo. Robo's been taking the lead on that, which I appreciate because I would just have them on Bandcamp if it wasn't for Robo doing this shit. So no, no. Do you know that? Do you know the best that. thing? Do you know the best thing was being able to do that uh, airdrop onto the Juno stakers? That really meant fucking so much to me personally to be able to battle my way through like code for fucking 48 hours and couldn't figure out what was going on. And you've got these little brackets here and then it's like a, it's like the worst nightmare at the time. But when you do it and like even when I got the code right, we still couldn't figure it out. And that was because the max was like 50, but they didn't tell me nor forgot to tell me. So like when I figured out I had to do like the 91 in a 50 and a 41 and I put the 50 through and it sailed through, dude, me heart fluttered like never. Best feeling anything. in the world, right? Uh, <laughs> Best high in the world. 
Brilliant. And and you know what, though? No one asked for it. Like we just said, okay, we've become part of like the Dow, Dow, Dow. Uh, anybody that's like staked in that and we looked and we saw how many contributors have been and how many people were staked. We're like, okay, fucking hell. And it was just like a random thing that we decided to do for the fun of it. And it, I don't know. I enjoyed it, me. Why not? That's good. You're about to enjoy a whole lot more of it as soon as I get back home. Crypto can be fucking boring as fuck. This is what we said before, man. Like, when did people stop, like, forgetting about the fun or... Like, isn't that what it's got to be? Because all this drama... By the way, Finn, uh, I don't know if you were there last week. We did talk about this at the beginning very quickly, but I'm I'm just saying about uh, how fake uh, Don and Jacob's uh, drama is, by the way. All of this, like, recording us of space and threatened free safety... The two of them today were talking like the oldest of fucking bum chums. Like, bro, I was just like, are these two people just taking the piss out of the entire industry? Like, last week, like, literally, I've never heard rhetoric, violent rhetoric, and vitriol like it in my life. And then there wasn't even kiss and makeup. It was just like bezies. Bezies today. I'll tell you what. It's a beautiful thing when two people in different countries get their their psych meds re-upped at the same time and they can come together on that cloud and, and, you know, bury the hatchet, so to speak. So I'm, I'm glad for them. I hope their relationship gets stronger and lasts longer than, if, than it ever would have. I wonder if, uh, like, uh, Jay Kwan or something, uh, I wonder if Jay Kwan was, like, say, monitoring on an alt and then he sent them the meds, both of them, shipped them over, because he's got both addresses, right? So. And he's just like the main that. puppet just sitting in the background pulling strings on all these little fucking mentally unwell plebs running around out here pretending to be investors and influencers. <laughs> Holy fuck, that would be amazing. Dude, I had some right cringe moments on that space today. I'm not shitting you. I like, I, I wasn't even working and I had to fuck off to another space just to have a listen in for normality, but oh, wonder, man, did, I wonder, did did anybody catch those references? Because there there was a couple of J, J references in there, but I did them like extra subliminal. So I don't know. I haven't heard anybody bring them up yet. I don't want to mention what they are because I don't want to like ruin the fucking fun of it. But I'll just say there there's a couple of uh, J Quan references in there. Well, I mean, I probably wouldn't know because he's had me block for like how long? Yeah, you just you got to listen on headphones with headphones to like really catch it because it's super like subtle. Yeah, J blocks easier than anyone on earth. I literally one day said to him, J, come on, mate, put the pipe down. And that was it. Block forever. You put the pipe down long enough to block your ass. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. Exactly. Fuck. Actually, they had this big, massive like uh, talk today. Those two actually were mentioning about the ICF and all in bits and blah, blah, like and how bad everything is. And like Don was gone mad about the state. They actually got into a little bit of an argument at the end. And then like Jacob dropped out. But to be honest with you, he he was fucking talking them in the shower. And you couldn't even hear Jacob in any if I'm honest with you. Well, but yeah, about, man. Well, it was you talking about Don well. and Jacob had a talk today? Right, dude. It wasn't just a talk. It was literally like fucking bumming, bumming each other for the first twenty minutes. They were bumming one another, or bumming each other. Sorry. What What do you mean by bombing? Like, like talking shit bumming, to each other? Bu- no, no, bumming, bumming. bumming like, you know, when like, you're, you 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 and you stick it up the backside. 
Oh, you mean like kissing ass? Like brown nosing each oh, other? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, he's fucking them up that. Yeah, clearly. Oh, I was like, what the? There is that you what you guys go. call it over there? There Bunny. you go. Hey, you want a bum? It was, like, it was proper bumming. But you know what? They actually talked. We had the two of them again started talking about like Jacob's balls again and like in hot tubs and all this stuff. Oh, and I just got to look out there. Dude, I had to like leave Gus of Space several fucking times today. I was really offended. I mean, he's the That's biggest. That's why I don't want that shit recorded, right? That's why he's like, why? I'll pay you not to record these. Huh? We talk about like real men shit here, like bumming and our balls. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said the day, he said, uh, like, oh, I tell you what's not good, what he does mind, is that the minute you join, he starts sending your co host straight away. He like spends off his time, like wanting to try to get co-host up, and you're like, bro, man, chill out. If you're gonna host a space, you can do it your fucking self. Like you don't have to cry for a co-host. Like, like the traits of them as a space as host. I know he thinks he's Dermot Murnahan or some fucker like this, but like, come on, bro, man, he's way behind the times. Like, I don't know, did this dude come from Clubhouse or something? What happened with Gus? Where did he come from? Because he's fucking mental. <laughs> Clubhouse. <laughs> he's, fucking, he, he's, he's not. He's not right in the head, man. Honestly, even he, even he understands now, man, that he's like repeating something he said like a fucking zillion times, man. But fucking hell, he tried to calm them down today and he failed miserably and he's begging a mate to come up as his co-host to try to like moderate the two of them. But yeah, man, they were just pure bum chums. I mean, thank you, you know what I'm talking about after last week? The way Don was going on, I was just <clears> like, geez, that's that. Everything I heard for hours and hours last week was from Don was all fit. Yeah, fuck all that shit, Jacob. If you're oh, yeah. listening a little bit, I'm coming for you, fuckers. I ain't talking. Fuck that shit. Oh, he, he blocked me. You know, after the spaces with Jacob, where I said you're getting bad advice. They're everywhere, me bro. They're listening. I'm never pulling out, bro. I'm sticking it in hard. Fuck you guys. I'm coming. He's bumming. He's bumming yeah, for real. Y'all better watch your bums. Hide your bums. Y'all barked at the wrong fucking dog. Fuck that shit. Do you know the weird thing is, though, after that shit the other week, after we did the spaces where I was like notional double spend, he blocked me. And then, believe it or not, he won that uh, gelato NFT that we had up for the raffle uh, for the minton, right? He won it. And then I, I posted off the Rack FM account. And then all of a sudden, he unblocked me while he was getting a fucking free <laughs> it's, NFT. It's like when they, when they walk back in pouting and they go, fuck, <laughs> give me that. And then they walk back out again. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, dude. I'm like, I can't be asked with this shit, man. I'm too. You motherfuckers want that gelato, and you guys want that fucking shit, don't you? Come back in here, you little bitch. You little fucking takers, because they're takers. They're fucking takers. Oh my god, you fucking guppies. Oh, fucking hate them so bad. I was, I was straight. I was straight in the Discord, in the Rack FM Discord, and I was like, oh, I don't even believe it was one the fucking NFT. I was like, fuck my life shit the fucking bed like and it was a proper like rack fm random github selection like mad thing like do you know what i'm talking about it was like the proper right and i'm just like ah for fuck's fucking sake man of all the people to win you know what i mean and he bought one and all hey have uh i gotta get out of here real real soon here but uh have you guys ever heard of the vortex or uh any any vortices I know they have them in other countries. Uh, we happen to have one up here, and they built a thing called the House of Mystery on it. So we'll be going up there to do some exploring deep inside a submarine, a, a propane tank I've hollowed out to turn into a submarine. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Fucking ex 
yeah, that danger zone. 250, danger zone. 250 bucks a trip, 250 bucks a seat on the carpet. <laughs> what's the what's the vortex? What you're talking about? No, so vortex. It's a. Uh, it's like a. Man, how do I explain this without sounding like a fucking like crazy the, ass homeopath? In the river or something, or what? No, no, it's a, a like, like a an electromagnetic. Okay. It's like an anomaly, a, an electromagnetic anomaly, right? And so when you go there, you feel this weird presence, I guess. But it, all it is is just like electromagnetic anomalies. Is like the trees are all twisted in a certain way, and they all point to this central spot. And then they built this like house there and the house is all tilted. So like when you walk, I don't know, you can look it up. Uh, Montana Vortex. Oh, right. Uh, okay. We're going to go. You're talking about the alien antennas. You're talking about the alien uh, antennas, It's right? not. It, no, they, they, uh, the people that run it like to think that it has like this crazy, like crystal healing power, which I totally don't believe in. But it is an interesting spot to go and like just look at all the weird shit there like all of the weird natural shit that's there so i don't know we're taking the kids up there just to, to go run around but yeah should be interesting and i assume there's vortexes in other countries and, and states but this one just happens to be kind of up here by where we're at so. finn will you be sad to go back home will you be sad to leave montana or what i'll be uh, it depends how how long i end up staying here it depends how long all these baseball cards take me to fucking go through but uh, nah, it's always good to get back home, you know, especially with all of this work piling up. I've been recording things here and there as I can. I've got like a, a backlog just to, to deal with when I get home. And uh, yeah, got to decide, uh, are we going to stay in Oregon? Or are we going to come back here to the country? That's the question. Maybe we'll make a doubt and hey, we'll let be, people before you leave. It. Are you coming to Nashville, bro? I am going to try to. Yes. If I do, I will drive there and make it a thing. And uh, yes, okay. yes, I put put me down for a a yes. As long as Luna doesn't keep dumping <laughs> and Bitcoin stays <laughs> above thirty, yes. Because <laughs> that's in November, right? That that's Did in November. Know? November fourth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So that's like after my birthday and shit. So yeah, I should be able to make it down there. There's no snow down there, right? I can drive. No, you could drive. The pleb said he's coming. Okay, cool. I see the pleb down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. It'd be cool to meet you guys and, like, hang out. And, and especially, I know you guys are going to throw a party that's going to rival Cosmoverse in the, the amount of fun, at least. Perhaps not in the amount of cocaine, but in the amount of fun, it cocaine? will rival Cosmoverse. Cocaine. You know, you know. Holy fuck, I need to go on a rap. I need to go on a song, that one. Oh my god! Oh, I got a list. I've been making a list. Oh yeah. Oh, if anybody caught that, that's a diamond. That one. Oh, cocaine. Fucking hell. Real quick, go back back to the the songs like you were talking about. So that the the fourth one is the first one I wrote, and I just I wanted to get the more current ones out because, like I was saying, that that first one is like more of just like a a track about like me, pretty much. So I wanted to get those other ones out while shit was still being current while friendship bracelets were still being traded ah. and, and all that shit so okay yeah it's been done i just never had a chance to actually record it so um yeah as soon as i get Nashville, home that one will you be will get out. a friendship bracelet i'm just saying so, can we drop well, can we drop that track in nashville like live fuck yeah dude fuck yeah 
So basically, what uh, what Finn's saying is he's hooked everybody in with these first three color like uh, current relevant raps, and the fourth one's just going to be this like homage to himself, where he's just going to self-aggrandize himself <laughs> and be a typical rapper. It's going to be a typical rapper, you know. So okay. When when you say it like that, it makes me want to set that one aside for <laughs> for even longer. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Bro, I can't imagine what's coming next. I'm so excited. Like I the don't know smell. these little like these little partnerships like like you see like with Ambedo with like the red clips and then this and this mate anyway if you've got to go and enjoy your day and go to a vote next go and do what you got to do man if you need to fuck off don't worry about those plebs but uh, I'm gonna fuck off I miss you guys I think, and uh, yeah I think they uh, don't get rugged wait don't I think Soy Space might be recorded but if it's not it fucking should be that's all I'm gonna say all right see yeah, love, 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 that. hmm. I don't know if he caught that. I hope he did. I didn't have the show's recorded. I'm going to have to go and have a look. I'm not happy. I'm missing it, actually. Like, I really want to be there. I think, uh, sorry. No, I think so. He's going to keep it on the low down for now, though, is he? What's going on, Tank? What's up, man? How's your day going, brother? I got the kids shuffled out of the house for like an hour or so, so I'm happy about that. Did you yell at them while they were leaving? Beat it! Get out of here! Go play with some sticks! I tried not to because they were with my mother, so... <laughs> One time, uh, they were acting so gnarly to her, she had to, you know, act like a, an adult, act like a parent, act like an authoritative figure to some bratty kids. And they just stopped, and their eyes got so wide. And my daughter said, you can yell just like daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you think I got it from? <laughs> I said exactly that. I said, who do you think taught me? <laughs> so funny. I, I saw a meme. I saw a meme. I, I'm sure all of us parents, like with our parents, think the same thing. But it, I was cracking up. It was something. I can't recreate it. But it was like, you know, grandparents, like they always like they're so nice and kids love them. And then they they never like go, go to I'm like, stop faking it and show them how psychotic you actually are. You show them the parents that I grew up with, and you do it right now. Because I, dude, my, my parents, bro, my parents keep it 100 all the time with my kids, and I love it. When I go to their house, I'm like, you guys are on your own. If your grandparents say something, if they want to spank you, they're going to spank you, they're going to do all that shit. I'm not saving you at all. Yeah, I don't think my mom would spank them, but, you know, it's grandma, so when she has to get to the level that daddy gets to, that's enough, you know? Like, usually it's so fun and crazy and silly with grandma. If she gets real serious, that's an eye-opener. So, at least, at least you, you know. My, my grandpa, as much as a little twat I was, my grandparents never put a finger on me. Never put a finger on me. Ever. Probably that's my why grandma, I turned out the way I did. My grandma would have never to any of the grandkids either. But she had this look. This was the nicest woman. She went around her entire life telling everybody about how there was nothing more powerful in the world than love, you know, that type of woman. And um, she had this look, though. And, you know, she raised four kids on her own with like a raging, like Italian alcoholic husband. So she had to be a tough woman. Um, and so I, I'm sure I know that look was very well developed. But there was this look she would give me and my cousins, God almighty, if we didn't just freeze. And it wasn't even like, you know how some parents are, so, it's the whole facial language, right? Like the lips tighten, you get that like 
almost growling look like an animal that's enraged, right? She wouldn't even do that. It was just her eyes. And we all knew that was, that was, that was all she had to do was just have that look in her eyes. She didn't wrinkle her face up at all. She didn't make her mouth look angry. It was just her eyes. And us grandkids would shut the fuck up. <laughs> Girl, I wish my, my, my grandmother, my grandmother, it's only happened, but this grandmother left. Uh, but she's racist as fuck. And she's still racist as fuck. Yeah, uh, even to me and my mother. Like, we're dark skin and stuff like that. I remember growing up, dude, my grandmother had no filter whatsoever. I mean, she loved us, but she just never, like, it never crossed her mind that she's saying inappropriate stuff. Like, that's just, you know, she was just raised that way. She was raised in the South. Like, she was just raised that way. She's just fucking whatever. But I remember, I, I don't know what exactly what it was, but I was upset. And I remember running back and it was, we were staying with my grandmother. And I said something like, um, they're not giving me and my brother something. And she looked at it, and I still remember to say exactly what she said back. I don't remember exact reason, but I remember what she said back to us is because you guys have dark skin. And I was like, and the way she said it, it wasn't like explaining it. It was just like, yeah, it's because you guys are dark. And like, she justified it. And I was like, oh, you're fucked up. Okay. <laughs> you're fucked up. Yeah. I was like, oh, you fucked up. Like she still calls my mom a pineapple princess. And it's not like an enduring thing. It's like a, you're you're just a little grass shack uh, island girl or whatever. Like, it's, it's pretty fucked up. But I give it back to her. Like, she's old as fuck now. Like, you know, crippled and like old as fuck. And like, whenever I see her, like, I shit talk her every single time. So it's all good. Like, love is love, right? We just give it back to her. I have to ask, I'm sorry, because like, you know, you said like she's from the South, right? So I assume this is a white lady, but I have to ask if she's if she's white because like hate goes always and like yeah, no, yeah, she's know, white, she's Caucasian like, as shit, dude. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of like brown on brown hate and things like that. So I had to ask just in case. No, yeah, no, she's she's she she white, dude, white, she's white, white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the way you preface the story, the assumption was there, but you know how assuming fucks shit up these days. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I just laugh, like, dude, people's hate and stuff like that, like. You know, I, it's it's easy for me because I'm I'm so mixed with my uh, nationality and stuff like that. Like I've never, you know, growing up and especially growing up in Hawaii, like you just I don't know, you just don't see things that way. It's all, it was only really until like I moved to the states and especially into the south, and I was like, oh shit, people are assholes. But um, like I I just laugh about it. even when she, you know, when I was a kid and my family, like I would just laugh about it because what else do you do, right? Like if you if you give them power, then you're just playing into it and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh, whatever, what the fuck, you know? I'm brown. It's fine. I'm brown. Anyway. Dude, we've talked about this before, though. It's actually quite weird. Uh, and I'm going to say this. It's actually quite weird how fucking uh, racist uh, Asians are towards each other. Actually, really weird. Like, they'll try to have this, like, hierarchy over one another and try to, like, justify it. And, like, it's really weird. Like, that's ingrained like, in their history, bro. Like yeah. samurai warfare and all that yeah, stuff from, from Japanese yeah. and Chinese hate and Korean hate, bro. It it's like embedded into their history. Correct. It, it's it goes all the way back to like the fucking shoguns and fucking uh, the samurais and all that shit, dude. <laughs> and that's where oh, the loss. That's where the loss of faith. That's where the loss of faith. Sorry, Robo. No worries, mate. That's where the loss of faith culture comes from, though. Like way back yeah. in the day. Like, this shit has been going on for, like, centuries out here. 
I was going to say, I must be in like a dark humor place this morning because all I can think about is that Family Guy episode where uh, Peter Griffin <laughs> is like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know about exactly things. which one you're talking about. <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I'm just saying, oh, if, if you put them right next to each other on a television, I can't tell the difference between a Palestinian <laughs> and Israeli. <laughs> I don't know why they hate each other so much. <laughs> Dude, Family Guy is fucking awesome. Family Guy is awesome. Roger, do you want me to tell you something about the Israelis? Like, you want to talk about, like, stereotypes or whatever, right? Or, like, like literally, when I've been traveling, I've met, like, several, like, gold groups of, like, Israelis. But, man, these fucking kids are mad as fuck. Like, they've got no fear of, like, death or, like, I've not, I don't think I've ever met people in my life who are willing to just embrace everything without the care in the world, like these boys, like, and girls, by the way. Like, I met quite a few who just finished their military uh, service. And, like, the first thing they do after military service, a lot of them is get the fuck out of the country and go for, like, a nice holiday and travel around. You meet them all over, like, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos. There's fucking loads of them. Bro, these are mad. They didn't care. Like, they've got no comprehension of safety in their life. Like, they're just, like, they go die tomorrow. That's the kind of kids they are. Like, they're, they're amazing people to be around. Like, I've had nothing but great friendships with them. By the way, I'm eating, if there's noise, I'm eating some fucking wow. Hey, Van, should say this food I've got in front of me. Oh, I've got a... On one side, I've got the pakapau moo. In the middle, I've got the boiled rice. And on the other side, I've got the tamarind, you know, the tamarind with the uh, tofu and the uh, boiled egg. Holy fuck. My mouth's on fire right now, but it's like beautiful fire. You know that sweet, humming-like fire? Oh, it's lovely. So, hey, listen, I never got to finish talking about the what I wanted to talk about real quick. So um, part of being part of the Juno working group and stuff and, and just been watching, you know, everything that's been going on and stuff. And um, our, the last meeting that they ha- that um, we had, it was like a, a consensus meeting where there was this document and everybody was kind of agreeing on like what the rules were going to be of how we're going to conduct ourselves in this working group that people, the community is like, this is the community's working group, you know, so that they're like essentially setting this whole thing up so that we can all like work together, you know, you know, respect each other, you know, kind of be able to just, Define the just parameters of the group and how we're all going to work together. And I've never seen anything like this in my life, but I thought it was so cool. Um, I I'm used to like going to a, a place of work and they were like, OK, here is your pamphlet. Here is how you're going to act at work. These are our rules that we've you know set up with this. Um, Triggs came up with this document. And everyone was able to kind of like tweak it and and come to an agreement. And now like they're going to present it, you know, to be voted on if this is, you know, how we're going to, you know, how the community wants to operate within their working group. So it's going to get put up on on chain, yeah? On chain governance, yeah? Um, Is this the parameters? This is the parameters that define how the working group works, like a constitution that you guys have got, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I guess it would be like a constitution, um, because it's like so the this is define the parameters under yeah. which you adhere. Okay. Yeah, and how we're gonna like treat each other because, like, okay, without this, every without Triggs doing this, everybody's a leader. 
So everybody's trying to lead. You know, with this, it's like, okay, we're all trying to lead, but let's all like lead too, together. Too many chiefs and not enough Indians, yeah? <laughs> yeah, you can see that. Yeah. Isn't it? That's the, uh, that's the old adage in English, isn't it? The old idiom. Too yeah. many chiefs and not enough Indians. I know, and, it, I, and I wish that more, I wish that more, I know it sounds crazy, but it would be if actual companies did something like that. And yes, they have their like, you know, manual of how to operate. But if like the people working there also came to an agreement, how they were going to like operate. I'm, I feel like people could get so much more uh, farther. I just, cause I think about all the times I've, I've been in a place where Everybody wanted, like, I worked in a place and all the guys were wanted to be in charge and this is the way we're going to do it. And then, you know, like you have, th you have ideas and things that you know will, will improve things, but it, it doesn't get heard because it's not part of like, it's not even part of, a, of, of their thought process because they're the ones who say how things go. Does that make sense? It would be so much better if, if companies did things like that. I, I, I don't know. This yeah. is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like it. I have so much respect. Um, and then uh, the people it, operate. They, they create it, it also, Go ahead. Sorry, isn't it also unprecedented? Is that is isn't that what you like trying to say that this is unprecedented, right? I mean, yeah, they're not, like you know, this is all the community on their own. Nobody is like being paid to do this. This is yeah, but it's direct. It's direct. Face to face, com sorry, it's direct face to face conversation with the call one, like in the team, right? As well, though, isn't it? Yeah, like okay. So in this last call, uh, Jake Hartnell was in the, was in the call, but he 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 he's, he was more just like listening to everything, and he like liked it, you know. But I just and he thought it was awesome. I just think that I don't know. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm just in, in awe of the working group, and that's. And I'm not, you know, uh, I think we say that. I think we say that. I was like, I'm not like a core contributor. Like I, I'm, I'm, I, I take notes. I set up the AI thing. I'm listening. I'm trying to like, maybe you know, have a little input, but more, I want to be more in communications where I'm bringing the information out and part of the, you know, spaces and stuff like that. Uh, I want to be more of like, what was that? At least you sound passionate about what you're talking about. Like you can, like I mean, you can hey, hear the passion in your voice, you know? Well, I mean, and here's the thing. If nothing comes of it, I have learned so much from these people. Like I have learned like so much in this short one week of just listening and being part of the group. I don't, I, I feel kind of like ashamed. Like I, I, I don't need, I'm not, should be in that group. Does that make sense? Like it's the weirdest thing. I no, just love should. how smart these people no, are. <laughs> don't, you no, don't. No, don't undervalue. Yeah, don't undervalue yourself like that, Bay Bands. That's nonsense talker. But I, I know what you mean. You've got a little bit of an inferior complex about it, but now you're totally wrong. You're way off the mark there. Just, just be real. I'm on the work. I'm on the working group too. I haven't really contributed to shit. I've just been a fly on the wall because this isn't my strong point either. Uh but like, no, you, you do, you deserve to be there. And I, I agree with you. I've been suddenly watching. I didn't get, I wasn't able to make the meeting, even though I, I voted for it. I was going to be there. Some shit popped up, but I, I looked over that and I, I agree with you, man. It's like, it's pretty cool to see everybody come together and put these parameters in place in order for that communication to, uh, to happen between everybody. Uh, and so that, you know, it, it, it is, 
streamlined uh and, and so we can work forward this is a big step into doing what we need to do uh to get things going in the right direction so it was really cool i do obviously have my and i think everybody does uh like my questions and concerns but i'm like going to reserve them until those times pop up because right now i just don't think that it's it's really necessarily needed for me to to speak about them just yet but yeah it's it's a pretty good start man I like it. Okay. You know, okay. So you guys are going to laugh. So back in the day when I was like into God and and going to church all the time, you used to go to like these Bible studies and and you're spending your free time trying to learn things about the Bible. Right. And you're doing these Bible studies with your buddies and, you know, people who have gone to Bible study know what I'm talking about. And it's like a weekly thing and they meet in these small groups. Right. And they're just doing it to acquire knowledge. Right. I feel like, like I said before, it's, I feel like I'm going to Bible study, but not, I'm not studying the Bible. I'm studying how people operate together and like how they work together in, in trying to create a, you know, hopefully a decentralized autonomous organization in the future after, you know, the structure has been set up. Like that would be cool. But I don't know. I was just wanted to like throw that out there. <laughs> you, do you guys know what I mean? I'm eating. Someone's got to fill in for me. I'm proper eating for days here. <laughs> Wow, my tongue's on fire. Okay, whatever, fine. That's how it feels to me. I've been enjoying going to these quote-unquote Bible studies where I'm, I'm getting to like hear what these very intelligent people have to say. That's all. Anywho, only I see Joe's in the audience. Man, I feel all by myself right now. No one's even saying nothing. <laughs> God damn fucking shit. These Canadians. These God darn canadians need to get their shit together and put these fires out the concert downtown is canceled the grandparents are coming back with their freaking kids this is a travesty it's all by design you know that right it's all by design they did that they did those fires on uh it wasn't an accident they set those fires up on purpose where's he going oh shit now, where is he gone? Shania Twain. Is that a way of explaining tonight? Mr. Shania John Twins? and Friends, Robbo. Mr. John and Friends. And, and, and by the way, don't be talking shit about Shania Twain. That woman is awesome. <laughs> that woman is awesome. I want me some Shania did, Twain. Did that, just tri- did that just trigger you? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> my son heard me say that. He goes, hey, you have mommy. <laughs> has anyone seen the I Heart Huckabees? Nobody seen I Heart Huckabees. All I can ever think about is that movie when anyone brings up Shania Twain. Tuna sandwiches. Dude, I imagine all your movies that you watch have got like a banjo in them, no? That's kind of movies you watch home play, right? I'll play banjo. You're talking about the working group, but then I heard Shania Twain and I had to come up and speak. See? Everybody loves Shania Twain. You guys Twain. don't understand. Shania, Shania Twain put me through puberty. So I was gonna say forty-year-old plebs <laughs> love Shania Twain. So we know. Who Wait a minute, the old men she, the room are. Wait a minute, she brought you through. She introduced you to puberty, or she induced your puberty, or she got you through puberty. What do you mean? She she started it, got me through it, and ended it. Oh Jesus, Joe was boy oh, was bad, wasn't he? Feel like a woman. Joe sounds like he might have been repressed. Or I don't know. <laughs> A lot of scrambled I remember, uh, channel channel ninety nine for you, Joe. A lot of scrambled uh, boobies. 
I remember we all addressed my mother about that song. We, we, all of us, we sat down as a family and had this intervention and we said, listen, woman, you play that thing one more time, we're all fucking off and leaving you to fucking die alone. Like, we can't take it anymore. All the, the three lads, me, my brother and my father, like, all sat down with your woman around the table and we're just like, look, this stops the day. Sorry, your woman. No offence. Name or Shania Twain moving forward. She didn't listen, like, typical woman. <laughs> Everybody went quiet. Every every man that's married, everything went. Mm. <laughs> that's 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 a, that's a Macam woman. That's a woman from fucking Sunderland, all right. You think she gives a fuck? Three blokes sitting round the table saying, "Stop it!" Just like fuck you. <laughs> Thank, you're so right, man. This is a recorded space. We all know our wives are gonna find it. <laughs> I know. Every man just went. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I've got to tell you this, so, uh, though. We're talking about, about, we're, we're talking about working groups. Oh, here we go. Joe wants the working group convo. Come on then, Joe. What's your complaints about the working group? You're not involved? You weren't invited? What? No, no. I, I, uh, no, no. I, I honestly don't even really know what they're doing, but I like the people that are involved. I'll tell you that. That's well, cool. They can't do any, they can't so do any harm. today. No, I just worry that, like, it's all for nothing because, you know, at a certain point, you got to imagine that, with any business or any organization, once a certain amount of value is taken out, how can you resuscitate it again? Probably really hard, like 99% fail rate, I would imagine, right? I'm trying to think of like, let's say an NFT project that's been like rugged and upstarted again. Like it just doesn't happen with fungible tokens. It's probably even worse because while this is all happening, you still have inflation spewing more tokens into the ecosystem at, you know, at least double digit rates. It's, it's really hard, but the people that are there, hopefully, hopefully it's, um, it's constructive. And it, what, what I hope with all my complaints and all the times I, you know, I'm cranky, I just hope that it prevents somebody in the future from trying to pull a bluff from scratch. Cause I, I honestly think that's what blue what Juno was. And I had, I had a conversation with, someone who would know a couple of days ago. And um, I was told that the whole purpose of Juno was so that um, Lobo could get higher on the, on the hub active set. And it's not the first time he's done something like that, where he just creates a project from scratch, sets it up a certain way, designs tokenomics a certain way, and then exits when he's achieved whatever he wants to achieve. And I mean, it's believable because that's kind of what happened, but I don't know if it's true, but it's believable. Like the long One game. Time. Right. But, but if you could if you could pull if you could pull you know tens of millions of dollars out it's it's not really a long game if you could you know in two years accomplish that without actually making anything it's it's pretty amazing actually be like a, like if you if you were able to like pig slaughter scams <laughs> if that I know, but, but I know that it's not the first time he's been involved in like a collapsing project because I remember Takumi was posting shit about him when they were going back and forth. Um, but I was told that his whole goal was to get higher on the active set on the hub. And now I think he's number two or number three. So if, if that was the goal, he did it and he got a lot of help. And my problem with Cosmos and, you know, crypto in general, you see this across the board because it's quote unquote decentralized. I don't think it is decentralized. I think it's disorganized. There's no accountability whatsoever. So people get a chance to pull shit multiple times. Where in the real world, you maybe get away with one good scam and then you kind of have to go into hiding or it catches up with you a few years down the road. But so, isn't, wait a minute, Joe. Joe, can we clarify? Isn't the whole thing about Cosmos, the way it's been set up, the token distribution, the airdrops, blah, blah, blah. 
isn't wasn't all of this the airdrop like culture or the airdrop airdrop era? Wasn't it all cultivated to avoid what had happened with the twenty eighteen like ICOs and all the impending like legislation? Well, not legislation. Sorry, uh, like uh, alligator litigation that came like afterwards. Blah, you know what I'm talking about? All the ICO scams, wasn't it? Like a new- yeah, I mean. I don't have a problem with the airdrop so much as I have a problem with the Genesis distributions and the lack of transparency around um, just where are the tokens? Like right now I should be able to go to a website and find out exactly where all the tokens are for that project. Like what percent of them are over here? What percent of them are self stake? What percent of them are held in liquidity pools? What percent of them are held off chain? Right? I should be able to find that information right now. You can't find that shit anywhere. So I think that a lot of it is done like half-assed and, and the mentality is, Oh, we'll just try again with a new chain. You know, they're, they're able to spin up a new chain in a couple of weeks. New chain, new token, uh, new distribution, new inflation, new incentives. So, anyway, uh, Tank, I'm sure you have a lot to say about that. I do. Um, I have community game day that I have to go to in just a second. Yes, uh, yes, I, yes. I, I'm going to. I actually to. have something super, super alpha to show you guys. And the only way that you guys are going to be able to actually see it is by playing community game day or being there because I'm going to pop it in randomly in, and it has to do with Juno. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to do that today. So I actually got to get out of here, but I agree. And I, but I do think that there's a way to do all of that. And the only way you're going to be able to see that in my two cents is during community game day. So be on the lookout for that guys. I got to go. What time does it start? 10, 10, 15 I mean- uh, in like four minutes. So I got to get upstairs okay. and, Get my right. So I'll see you guys. I'm gonna yeah, join that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna join them. Yeah, I'm gonna bounce too. I'm gonna see if I can get the apes to crash game day again. Anything besides this robo space would be music to my oh, ears. Oh, Joe, shut the fuck up, man. I was about to say the tank. Thanks for dropping in, mate, but you didn't get, let me get a fucking word in. And now, listen, you're only going because the high IQ persons entered the room. Hello, another day. How are you doing, son? You got opinions on the working group? <clears throat> hey, Robook. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I, I'm on the working group and most of my my work uh, there. This is, yeah, it, it's mostly on the Constitution side of Juno. Um, and I just wanted to say that, like, I, from my from my perspective, there are two, like, major FUD narratives around the Juno network. One, it's a, it's a violent communist mob. Um, two, the founders are scammers and rogue to the project. Um, so the first one, to my mind, the only meaningful uh, – there's a larger sort of philosophical issues that blockchains raise. Um, it, it concerns power. Who has power on a blockchain network? And we get a lot of this rhetoric around sovereignty. Um, blockchains are sovereign. You get to be sovereign on a blockchain. But sovereignty is this older medieval logic. Um, the sovereign is the king, and, and the king has the divine right. He rules – the one rules over the many. Um, and I would say that blockchains are exactly the the sort of modern or even now uh, postmodern um, response to this. They they participate in the logic of constituent power, which is the power of many to become one, um, the many to speak and act as one. And I think that this is sort of overlooked like around the Prop 16 drama, whether you were for it or against it, it demonstrated that the blockchains and proof of stake blockchains in particular are really, the power structure is really constituent power. It's about consensus. Um, it's not about sovereignty. And so what we need to combat this narrative about about a violent commie mob is a constitution which puts limits um, and articulates whatever the constituent power is, what it can do, what it what it should do, 
Um, <clears throat> and towards these, this other point about the founders being scammers. Dude, wait a minute, though. But on, on Prop 16, on Prop 16, not to push back, all right, but like you want about the consensus like versus the sovereignty. However, wasn't the consensus tainted by the very fact that people were in the background lying about what drove people to a certain consensus? Oh, I, like, I think that... The, I get where you... I agree with you to a degree. I, you know I, what I mean? There yes. was, it was tainted. Well, I think that there was a lot of toxicity around Prop 16. Um, and for me personally, it like drove me out of the ecosystem for several months. Um, <clears throat> what, what actually got me back in was NetaDAO um, and seeing people who were like genuinely cosmonauts and who like actually cared about the issues and wanted to make a difference in the ecosystem. Um, yeah, uh, up until Prop 16, I, I was running with certain certain people. I'm not going to name them. Um, and after Prop 16, I just lost a lot of respect for a lot of people and players here. Um, they may be great developers, like super smart with code and everything, but that does not mean that you should be a political figurehead or running a business um, or, or anything else. Like the, the, the simple fact of the matter is that Prop 16 arose because there was a misrepresentation in a public offering. And the only people who are responsible and liable for that are the issuers of the public offering, core one. Uh, it is not fair to ask the community to shoulder the weight of these three million extra tokens to some to some rando as far as the community was concerned. Um, it, it should have been core one who made that restitution if core one wanted restitution. Okay. Um, but but towards the second point, I think that uh, what Joe is saying is absolutely correct. We need tools to be able to see the ownership concentration in every Cosmos chain. Uh, we we need to, that needs to be publicly accessible um, <clears throat> because otherwise it's <laughs> it is a lot of decentralization theater. Um, and I know I know it's popular and common to say Juno has scammers and ruggers, but I don't know. I look at the tokenomic distribution, the genesis allocations. Um, the devs in Juno got like two and a half percent of the entire token supply. Go look at Neutron. Go look at Archway. Go look at Stars. Go look at any of these other chains, and there is nowhere close to the community allocation that Juno has. Um, so I personally would like a lot more like data analytics, chain analy analytics on. Juno and these other chains to see where power really resides, um, to see to see what really happened in terms of price, um, <clears throat> and I think that on price, like people see number go down and they think it's a moral crisis. It's a bad project. Um, the founders are bad. The community's bad. Whatever. Uh, but but price is a simple economic thing. It's where buyers and sellers meet, and that's it. Um, if there's more sellers than there are buyers, then price go down. And this, uh, with crypto, we have these totally new um, sort of markets appearing where tokens are constantly showing up through inflation or through whatever uh, on the market. And and this is, there's just no way to really know what price is going to do in that kind of situation. Um, if, a, if a company is issuing stocks and they want to issue more stocks, they have to go to the SEC, they have to file a bunch of paperwork, get approval. Um, it isn't just this continuous creation. Uh, and, and so I think that there's a lot of stuff going on. Like People try to read out of price a bunch of things about projects, which I don't think are accurate. Um, it's kind of like reading tea leaves in a way, if all you're looking at is price. Um, I, I think it's significant. Uh, no, no, for me, what would, be, what would be more important before we bring the guys in uh, would be like the, the use case. 
and the actual volume of that usage. Let's be honest with you, dude. Let's be honest here, dude. Uh, nobody came over and built on Juno. Like, what was happening when raccoon.bet were 12%, 12.8% of all execute uh, transaction, uh, execute message transactions in fucking the month of September? Like, like Juno, the concept, everything was fantastic. I know you're talking about the price, but also, dude, nobody fucking built there. Nobody brought a user base. Nobody brought liquidity. It just didn't happen. The projects that did build there were proper grassroots and had to create what they could from the ground up, right? Come, Mip, before we bring in Joe, I get, I get where you're coming from, but uh, conclude, and then we'll bring the guys in. They've been patient for a while. Yeah, sure. Sorry to, to be going on. Um, but, but No, no, dude, you're good. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I just see your hands up. You no, know? I, That's definitely a snippet, for sure. But, but, this is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I agree that, um, I mean, utility is absolutely important, and there are, are all kinds of questions about whether Juno timed the market correctly on its release. Like, if you look at the historical data, Juno dropped uh, historically at the end of a, of a bull market. Um, <clears throat> there's, there's just, um, yeah, so, so there may not be a lot of people using the Juno network, um, but whether Juno is one cent or $100 or any other price, it is still a permissionless smart contract platform. Anyone can build on it. And I think the fact that this working group of community members has come together voluntarily um, to improve Juno says something about the health of Juno's decentralization. There's no other team, no other project that has this going on. Um, and so I want to I want to give credit to the people who are showing up, um, and and you know maybe maybe it will fail. Most things in life fail. Uh, I remember when I was in in art school, people were like, oh, art critics are just failed artists, but so are most artists. And uh, same for businesses. Um, you you can you can lose a battle and still win a war. Um, and I think that the work people are doing around Juno, especially in the working group, will be valuable for Cosmos at large. Um, establishing a constitution, establishing these parameters for operating. Uh, this is all stuff that needs to be happening in Cosmos at large, because otherwise we just have a bunch of people making ad hoc rules to suit them at this particular time. Uh, and and that's not that, that doesn't build legitimacy and integrity um, that I think people want out of Web3 institutions. So, OK, thanks. I think I think one of the keys to uh, Juno's success very quickly is the evolution of technology. And by that, I don't mean what Juno's going to implement, because it'll always be at the forefront of uh, Cosmosm without a shadow of a doubt and Rust. Uh, what I mean by that is that you're going to see like stuff like Celestia, all this other stuff that's happening, like with Polygon and you know the new rollups, etc. Uh, Rolux over on Cisco in the proof of work, mine merged with like BTC. Like what we're going to see is like a technology like push things forward like to a degree and that's going to be the greatest thing for juno because Juno's going to have like its real own place in this like real like emergent tech as the home of cosmosm whichever way you look at it anyway that, that's in the future though joe go on you know i, I generally agree with netadow he has a way way more uh, articulate way to express but i think as far as the airdrop goes i disagree because the the, the two point whatever percent that went specifically to core one, that doesn't include their their validator wallets on Atom, right? They, they airdrop specifically to Atom. And we know that the core one members are, aside from Jake Hartnell, are major Atom holders, right? You have Strangelove, you have um, SG1. We don't see their personal wallets. We have no idea if they were what they were staking, what they were selling. Um, I think what I would like to see on a chain is two things, and I'm sure that these will sound a little extreme, but number one, a community 
a validator is responsible for their delegators or not. I, I say somewhat accountable to their delegators. I would like to see the, the validators accountable to the whole community. And what I mean by that is a community should be able to vote a validator into uh, to be jailed for, for something egregious on chain or, you know, just whatever the case might be. Right. You're, you're it turns out you're doing shady things with transactions. You're affecting the network in some way. Community should be able to vote a validator out of the active set. That's number one. Number two, there should be a way to actually measure and see in real time the dollar amount of skin in the game that a validator has on a given network. And for example, on osmosis, I would like to know how many of the validators who are voting all these crazy incentives and, you know, there's been 500 props on on osmosis how many of them are actually supplying liquidity on the platform i would probably i would venture to guess like less than 10 percent, right because validators are for, first and foremost they're validators secondly they're political figures and thirdly they're they're operating a business they have to sell to, they have to sell tokens and that and then people wouldn't be so upset about the dumping and all that which i'm not upset but um yeah the, 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 we were looking at decentralization theater as you put it i kind of like that i like that because i think that a lot of the people really do believe that things are decentralized but that's only because they're in a position of authority or influence and they get their way most of the time so for them it seems like everything is is humming along when they get their way but i do think there are others who they operate very effectively in this gray area of not quite under the regulation of any one nation, not quite decentralized, but pretty centralized, but they happen to be in a, in a good seat of power or influence. And I think that there are some malicious actors. I'm not talking about Juno, I'm talking about crypto in particular. And I, I think that has driven the explosion of proof of stake more than the, oh, we don't waste as much fossil fuel narrative. So I'll let Coin Landing Page jump in. Yeah, I just wanted to to jump in and say if you guys have any data you want to see, then be sure to like um, send me a list of everything you want to see on a chain, um, just so I have that database and I might be able to do something really nice with it. Yeah, I would really like to see um, right before the Juno airdrop, for example, was announced. Obviously, it was planned out, right? It must have taken weeks to decide who was going to get airdropped. I'd like to know who was accumulating Adam at uh, absurd rates leading up to the airdrop, got the airdrop and then dumped the Adam. I would like to know that because when you're talking about a $10 billion market cap or whatever it is, 8 billion at the time, that, that wouldn't show up on the price chart, that dump. Whereas something like Stargaze, we saw definitely the you know an individual or two can affect the price with the dump and then it gets everybody's attention. Everybody's all upset. Oh, they're dumping tokens. You know, it, I think that I think that we would see that the the Juno airdrop in particular was gamed a lot more than what the way we were led on to believe it was only one individual. You know, Takumi. Another day. Want to come in there? Uh, I, I want to. Yeah, yeah, uh, Joe. I think that the idea of like being able to vote on validator set would be a, a very powerful tool for communities. Um, and I also, again, yeah, just agree that we really need better data analytics on chain um, because it's it's impossible to, <laughs> to to understand like what's going on on the network. There are too many participants. There's too much stuff flowing around. Um, IBC makes it even harder in some ways to to track all of that. Um, so yeah, I, I I am strongly in support of getting like chain analytics or or whatever uh, you want to call it up. 
um, for people for people to evaluate these things and to evaluate them as investments. Um, I, I don't want to put my money into something that has, you know, like ninety percent control by one person or whatever it is. Um, and, and yeah, to, to the to the point Joe's making that that some of the core one members run validators and those were included in the airdrop. I have no doubt that that's the case. Um, and again, just having the the chain data to parse all of that and to understand what was really going on would be very helpful for me. Because um, otherwise, I think people's people's imagination tends to like take over. And even for me, I know like I just imagine the worst. Um, and I think that's that's smart. That's healthy. You should prepare for the worst. Um, but yeah, but, but but actually having the data and being able to talk about it and look at it um, and see, I think would be helpful not just for Juno or any chain now, but for future chains as well. For the community to keep growing, we need to we need to have this information um, and, and be able to make decisions about how we want our um, ecosystem to evolve and, and develop. And hey, can I just jump in a quick comment about NetaDAO in particular? Then I have to hop off. Uh, you know, I, I tend to think the worst also. I, I would say I suspect the worst. I don't assume the worst. I just always suspect that there's someone that's able to maneuver in a way that benefits them. You know, we see this with the Genesis allocations where these guys do get paid up front, right? And whether they're vested or not is irrelevant because we don't know if the airdrops are hitting their wallets. And that's actually the majority of their of their um, payment, let's say, for um, starting a network. And I'm not only talking about Juno, but I was curious if you would comment on the fact that you believe NetaDAO and, and let's say the working group, they made up of really good individuals trying to do well and actually have the ability to do really, really well. Do you think it's still super risky being that they're built on a network that, you know, aside from token price, there doesn't seem to be much going on at all. And Juno, it's almost like building a sandcastle and it looks really nice until the tide comes in and then you just have to start all over, maybe in another another spot. Does NetaDAO have a have a plan to utilize, you know, IBC become cross-chain just in case there's no longer a benefit of operating solely on Juno? Uh, so we, uh, okay, so so NetaDAO, we understand ourselves as, as basically extending and, and in some sense developing the Neta airdrop. Um, so a lot of these proof of stake chains, you primarily acquire them on the secondary market. And that means that those tokens are tokenizing your purchasing power. Um, and th this is true of Neta, the Neta token today. Uh, but the drop for Neta was really about tokenizing governance participation. And I think that's one of the reasons why NetaDAO has persisted um, as long as it has on this totally volunteer basis. Um, it, it, it actually collected, it tokenized people who genuinely care about Cosmos, who genuinely care about stewarding chains um, responsibly. And uh, so to this effect, we've established validators on Juno, Akash, and Jackal. Um, we're looking to establish validators elsewhere, but of course, it's always there's always a big risk, especially like if you want to validate on Atom, there's a like a floor is lava thing going on over there with the uh, with the with the minimum that you need. Um, <clears throat> so so we are interested in the wider ecosystem. Um, I don't I personally don't think Juno is going away. Um, it, like I said, it's a it's a permissional smart contract platform. There may not be anybody today. We're in the bottom of the bear market um, and and. All I can say right now is that that you know you sometimes you have to pick a place and say this is my home and I'm not going to just let it go to shit if I can do something, um, and and I think that's kind of uh, where we are for now. 
if in the future, if there are opportunities to, to keep working with other projects or do something like that, we would love to do it. Um, but but I think that ultimately we understand ourselves as, as bound to Juno. Um, if Juno fails, quote unquote, whatever that means, um, you know, that that will be sad. I think the Neta token makes sense as a, <clears throat> this is a larger conversation, but Neta was dropped as a... Well, wait a minute, Juno would never fail, would have, buddy. Sorry to interject. Juno could never fail because they would just fork it into the Dow Dow chain, probably make it uh, permissioned, and there you go. Yes. I have a question that fits into what he's saying right now. Um, I feel like it's very hard to define what it means for a blockchain to fail, right? Even if all the validators decide in the same day, oh, we're not going to validate transactions anymore. But what, because of the, the way the, the nature of the Cosmos SDK and IBC, what's stopping someone at this point from just starting a brand new chain that's identical to Juno with a completely different um, Genesis allocation, completely different inflation schedule and much different individuals in core one when juno first launched it seemed like it was very innovative and new but you know i talked to uh Migalu team kajira archway they all think they have way better tech than than juno and as these chains become more and more and more you know the ecosystem adds more and more chains block space is just going unused right cosmos has a big problem with block space not being used and to me that's that's part of the reason why the token prices are underperforming something like Ethereum. The block space has to be valuable. Otherwise, there's almost no chance for the token to actually be valuable. And of course, you could say, well, it's just a matter of buying and selling, but you have to, there has to be a need to buy the token in the first place to offset the selling because no matter what, you will always have selling on a proof of stake network. Always, always, always there will be selling. Where's the buying? And at this point, what's stopping someone? Let's say NetaDAO decides, hey, we're going to partner with these devs. We just make our own chain with way better tokenomics. We'll call it the Neta, Neta chain, or like Robo said, DowDow, make a DowDow chain, and we'll just make. It's very identical. hard, very hard to get your distribution up. You're going to do that, and you're going to do an airdrop to try to bring in users. It's going to be extremely hard to get a decent like distribution now because the ecosystem is a hundred times more fragmented than it was when Juno did its airdrop. Like I said, so I answered your question a few weeks ago. Juno was about that moment, that time, that point in history, the Stargate upgrade, what we saw, obviously, with the osmosis, cosmosm, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, bro, you're never going to be able to pull off another Juno. It would have to be a completely different concept, et cetera. Well, I, I yeah, that, that's what, kind of what I'm asking because. At that time, like you said, Juno caught lightning in a bottle. It was like it was like a perfect storm. You, people were brought into the ecosystem because of osmosis, right? Let's 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 be fair. Osmosis brought a lot of people into the ecosystem with their airdrop, the awesome UI, and just the fact that now you could trade tokens in Cosmos. Juno a, lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people came in. I'll tell you why. A lot of people came in initially because they missed the initial airdrop. People came in their droves airdrop hunting when they found out what they like. A lot of people, a lot of people came in because of like you know how great Rack FM is. Hearing Robo and Bruce stumble over their words and tell inside jokes to fifty people at eight o'clock in the morning. That's a lot of people in. The osmosis, the osmosis airdrop that people missed out on. Like obviously everybody was raving about it. Those that got it and those were in early with the high APRs, but actually like Ion. When that went, and then it just went ballistic, 
there were a lot of people that came in from other places simply because they were airdrop hunting. They became known as a place to airdrop hunt, right? Cosmos. Right, and also great, great rack of them spaces. Bro, great. Um, I've come out for ice cream because you're taking the piss. And anyway, another day before we say hello to Timmy, go on. Yeah, so just, just to respond there to, um, to Joe. Uh, so definitely our members have had conversations about migrating Neta to its own chain. Um, it, it's not like out of the realm of possibility or anything. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blanking. I should have taken notes while you were talking. Um, as as for the like tech competition between Juno and like what stops some other chain from starting up. So I think on the one hand, um, I, I think Robo is right on the one hand that the, the landscape, the kind of social landscape of the cosmos has changed pretty significantly. Um, not that it can't be done. But in general, I'm not sure that, like, people have this idea. They say, like, oh, we need a killer app. Um, or, or, or they think that tech is going to win the day. I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> or I don't think it's going to win the day in the way that many people think. People people are looking at Web2 companies. They're looking at Fang, Facebook, Apple, Amazon. And they're, they're saying, like, we want that on Web3. Um, but if you look at what those companies actually get their revenue from, it's like, 80 to 90 to even more higher percentages come from selling user data to marketers, to advertisers. And, and this is why um, Tim Wong, an AI researcher, uh, he, he's published a book called The Subprime Attention Crisis, um, in which he which he analogizes um, Web 2's current like explosive success to the subprime mortgage crisis in 2008. Um, all of these big tech companies and, and like stellar uh, projects are underwritten by a very fragile um, asset, which is which is user attention, supposedly. Um, and I think that the whole point of Web3 is to allow people to control their own data. Um, and so I think Web3 is still in need of a business model, or rather the business models that exist, they're going to be much thinner um, than, the, than the giant Web2 companies that we have. And I think that's a good thing. Um, so, so for me, what, what will distinguish Juno from Archway, from Neutron, or from any other chain that comes up in the future, um, is it really comes down to this question about whether a blockchain is a public space, a commonwealth, a polity, uh, whatever you want to call it, or whether it is a for-profit company. And I think as a for-profit company, you have a very hard uphill battle. You're going to have to develop an entirely new like business model for what you're doing. Um, you, you certainly aren't just going to be able to look at, at Web2 and say, okay, we need to prioritize capital efficiency, blah, blah, blah. Um, and this is why one of the, this is one of the reasons why I'm quite passionate about having constitutions on blockchains. Even if you read the original Cosmos white paper, on the governance section it says every public distributed ledger system should have both a constitution and a governance mechanism. So on all of our chains we have governance mechanisms. Everybody can go vote yes, no, no with veto or abstain, but that does not make a constitution. Um, and you see that on Juno with with these things going on like prop 64 says you can only fund open source projects but then core one goes and does something else um well is core one wrong to do that 
I'm actually not sure because there isn't a constitution in place that establishes chain of command between these entities. We don't know if the Juno community's governance has final say or if or if a subdal of some sort can contravene that. Um, and, and this is what we need. This is how we build integrity and, and legitimacy into these systems is by establishing these these like very procedural, um, extremely dry. I realize these are not stadium filling topics of conversation. Um, but nevertheless, we need we need people who have like social skills, um, these soft skills rather than the, the hard skills of tech and coding, um, all of which is great. But in general, in Cosmos, I think we have a very real problem that the hard skills side of the equation has like way, way outpaced any development on the soft side. Um, and this is why with interchain security, for example, I, I, it just it boggles my mind that the Cosmos Hub is a it, it's, it's it has a market cap of three billion dollars and there is not a single legal team or compliance team in place to check whether these what are essentially business mergers between chains, um, you know, pass scrutiny. <laughs> like is ICS with well, well, just look 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 at what the ICF have spent. I mean, look at the tens of million dollars that's gone out the back door. Especially the friends and inside connections. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I think we're talking tens of millions of dollars. Yes, I think that there is a huge need for cleanup in the space, um, <clears throat> and I think that that actually of of all or of many chains, uh, Juno is probably still in the best place to to make this kind of recovery and become, I'll, I'll say, the political capital of Cosmos. Um, just because I believe its its um, community is still very likely more decentralized than any of these other projects, which are much closer to uh, private companies that are that are issuing um, instruments, uh, whatever tokens to to fund their their development work. Um, so so I'm I'm still actually bullish on Juno. I know that that's not a popular take on spaces, but um, yeah, that, that's what I'd say. Well, well I mean, I, I've heard a lot of, a lot of builders, a lot of builders on. Joe, sorry, sorry, one second. Let, let Timmy just for one, because he's been up twice. Sure. And I feel really guilty. One second, Joe, sorry. Just say hello at least to Timmy. He jumped up. Hello, Timmy, son. Sorry, we missed you earlier, dude. Now he's going to ghost me. Hello. Right. I'm here. I'm just making some tea. Hello. Timmy. Welcome to the convo, oh. Timmy. We're just figuring yeah, out. Is that what you said? We're just figuring out what's going on with Joe, no? Well, no, I'll tell you what. I mean, I just want to say hello to you. I think Joe was going to make his point, so we'll let Joe make his point. Yeah, I'll let Joe up in. I'm actually floor. slightly with Netta, though. I think if any chance, if any chain in a position as rough as Juno is right now has a chance at recovery, it is probably Juno because of people like those behind NetaDAO, myself, like the DowDAO folks, people like Rarma, you guys. Like, it has somehow... Like, I wasn't lying on that tweet I made the other day. I actually got more messages about Juno integrations for Taboo than any other chain. Um, and that surprised me because everyone hates on it. But I actually realized ever since I stopped doing DGen DeFi stuff that much, Juno is the chain I sign the most transactions on per week on average. Like, that's actually just true. It is my most used chain. It's mainly DowDow, but still. Like, so that's my thought. But go for it, Joe. I was going to say anyone that runs the majority of their transactions through Juno probably has a gambling problem. So I hope that's not you. Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 last thing about what Netadai was saying, I think that the, um, the builders are bullish on Juno for sure. But unfortunately what drives adoption sometimes 
And what makes chains interesting is the token price. And the, the token price will not, in its current form, ever capture any value, no matter how good the building is on Juno. For the users of the chain that you want to use cool stuff, hey, you got a cheap token you could buy and you could you could play on the chain. But a lot of the success of a chain, and especially early on in Ethereum life, it, it was speculation on the token. And the, the price definitely matters. Even though it doesn't matter, it still matters from the outside looking in. Um, and also the other thing I wanted to say was I think I think smart contract platforms should be way more decentralized than the app chains because the app chains are kind of laser focused on one thing and that's running as many transactions through that one app as possible, whether it be Osmosis, Stargaze or whatever. But I would like to see more like the working group to me is definitely a huge step in a positive direction. I would now like to see projects like wind gelato. And I know gelato does this already. All the projects that are building to run validators on the chains where they operate and to me, that would be another big step in the right direction rather than just have 150 professional validators who have no actual skin in the game on the, on the network. I can see we've got a hand up there. Can I hear Timmy? I don't know if Timmy's speaking. Coy Lanovich? Yes. I'm oh, gonna, am I on mute? I'm going to go soon, uh, but I just want to say, Neda, be sure to take a look at your messages, all right? And uh, see you guys later. Bye bye. Are you sh are you shilling? Are you shilling in the DMs again? All this no, kid. No, 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 no shilling. I promise. Bye bye. I, I gotta hop off, guys. But uh, nice talking to everyone. Finally, it's been a while on these spaces. And Netadow, I'm gonna message you too because I would like to do some some content with Netadow about. Uh, you know, you guys may not be aware. Netadow is actually now an LLC, which is awesome because I feel like that's the direction that DAOs need to go to be legitimate and effective. So, and also are, are, you are you talking about the Marshall Island? What, what, I mean, are you teaching an old dog new tricks? How many times is this lady going to interrupt someone when they're talking? Be quiet. Yeah, are you trying to undermine spaces we did months ago here, trying to introduce those factors? Nobody like listens to your spaces. I'm sorry. Five and a half hours of a Dow space, Joe. Five and a half hours on the Dow space. Can you believe it? Imagine the smell. Honestly, with the with the characters you have running these spaces with no lives, yes, I could believe five and a half hours. Dude, I'm, I, dude I mean, if anyone, anyone can make... Wait, are you come back from the dead? No, I thought no, you'd no, no, off no, 10 I, minutes I ago, you. Just, with Joe making these jokes and these, like, uh, stabs at you, it's just amazing. Oh, do you know why? I'm I'm giving him a free pass because he's missing Bruce. So if anyone wants to know the real truth about Joe and his grumpy attitude and blah, blah, it's because he's really pining over Bruce. Like, he misses him so much. And, and people don't even know this, right? This is recorded. Joe can listen back. He'll tell you. I've seen the DMs. I've got them anywhere. He asked Bruce to do a show with him, you know. Do you know that? For all the slander on Bruce, he asked him to do a show. He's like, Bruce, are you and I could be so funny together? Dude, I was cringing. You think I'm shitting you, don't you? Guys, coin on the page just decided to fuck off. Now we came in and bought it in. Anyway, Timmy, wait. Uh, we're going to find out when Taboo's coming out then. So, Timmy, when's it coming out? People are getting excited. So, I'm Aaron. Your man on Beto's excited about his airdrop. So, the, the full release for public will be sometime next month. And if the team has their stuff together with uh, 
I think I think the plan is when Awesome Wasm starts, which is I think the second week. Let me check. Yeah, it's like July sixteenth or something, isn't it? Yeah, something oh, like it. Third, third week, maybe. Yeah, of July. Um, the beta should be ready. That'll be it'll be like a closed private beta. So, um, if you're interested, DM me. We already have a list of some people going. Um, but yeah, sometime by next week there'll be a new mobile wallet out. We won't be launching with a browser extension. Um, we're kind of our, the development. I don't know what the proper word is, actually. The development roadmap we're following, or strategy, I guess strategy, um, is to kind of ship in parts so that we can get stuff out quickly without half-assing anything. So, like, rather than at launch having every single Cosmos chain supported, having mobile and desktop, um, or I I guess it's kind of like launching in a beta, only it'll be the full release. So it'll be just a mobile app at first. Soon after, we'll be focusing on EVM support for things like Evmos and uh, desktop Chrome. Actually, I'm not sure if we're limiting to Chrome, but a browser extension in general. So that's that's the rough game plan there for Taboo. And as for the NFTs, um there's kind of two ways that you might get them one is if you're just one of the first x number of people to sign up for the wallet i think we're keeping that number hidden for now but it is in the thousands so there's a good chance if you get in there even relatively soon you'll get one um and then also a bunch of community drops and giveaways and such so like uh there's a bunch of kind of semi-custom raccoon ones that we're either going to airdrop ourselves or give to molt to do an airdrop to the community for there's some ones for squids um there's some netta ones that we'll probably just like send to you guys to do whatever you want with whether you want to give it away or do a contest or something um and yeah so no to me your man on beta was in the group chat doing a little jig over the thought of getting a rare airdrop mind yeah Oh, didn't let the boy down, mind. I hope, I hope he's in your prayers, I'll tell you. This kid's excited, mind. And Beto, you, you, I'll, let you, I'll let you take a pick of the litter. From what yeah, I, I he, he thought the raccoons were getting, a, uh, were getting a little blessing. He thought they were. So there's, they're, they're limited for the racks, you see. So there's competition on the go there. They're, there's limited um, custom-like rack ones, but... There's enough that, you know, every rack holder should get an NFT of some kind if they want. Maybe just not one of the unique ones, but, you, can, you know, you got you to gotta drive some rarity, some, some specialization. See, what I think is really interesting about these, though, is since they really do have a function in the future of, like, uh, controlling the way that this wallet goes, I kind of feel like everyone will probably want to keep at least one but it'll kind of be interesting to see if people use something like Pegasus to do like swaps. Cause some of them are going to be like about the same average rarity, but you know, you might end up with one that has attributes of a few chains you don't really care about. Whereas one of your buddies might've got one that's way more up your alley and you guys could just do a swap. Um, And yeah, you can use it as your profile picture in the wallet app. And for when you send stuff to other people and, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. The NFTs is funny. I finished them quite a while ago. Sorry, <laughs> on the on the wallet, on the wallet. Can I ask you something without being impertinent? Because I literally don't know. Yeah. Is there any like uh, is there any like new tech or like embedded in it? Like, is it using like because in Cosmos we don't don't generally see like a NPC and stuff like that. Is it using anything 
is it some the fact the fact that Umi are doing it? Is there some like DeFi aspect where they're gonna leverage like something that other people are not doing? Like, is it yeah? So I'll give you the like. Tell I'll me give what's you the two, Kepler. Okay. Oh yeah, I'll give you the two sentence sort of thing that sets it apart and that's new. So, the word wallet almost doesn't fit it anymore. Um, uh, wallets, as I've always thought about them, is something where you just hold your funds and use it to approve transactions on other protocols. You'll go to Osmosis's website or Stargaze. I mean, even on mobile, right? In Kepler, you go to the app section, you tap on it, you like, it opens up an embedded mini browser view of going to that site. We're kind of redefining and rethinking the entire um, interchain UX to where you just do stuff in the wallet. So rather than going to a dApp section and looking through a list of unrelated dApps, you just go to what we call the tabulator if you want to move funds around in any capacity. So the tabulator is something kind of like Rango um, or Squid, where it's a bridge and DEX aggregator. So like, let's say you have a token here and you want to send it to your buddy, you can use it for the tabulator. Let's say you have a token here, but you want to move it to that chain. You can do that in the tabulator. It's not a separate IBC menu. Let's say you have a token here on this chain and you want it to swap it into this token and have it end up on this other chain. You can do that in the tabulator. Like it's just intuitive and all together. You go to you, you don't open up it, Stargate it, or a bit, a bit in, built in TFM bridge kind of thing. Similar, yes, similar yep. kind of thing. Okay. But same for everything else. So NFTs, you don't open up Stargazer Omniflix. You go to your NFT section and you look at all the ones you're holding or shop for more. Um, lending and borrowing, you don't open up D apps for things like Mars or UMI. You go to like that section of the wallet. And if you want to lend something, it'll compare rates on UMI, Mars, wherever else might Kava um, and let you pick the best one. Now, we're not going to have everything so integrated. It, me, launch. So, so it's an ag, sorry, it's an aggregator across many different. Yep. It's a multifaceted aggregator. Is that what you're saying? It's yeah, that's why it's like more than a wallet. It's like if something like TFM and the Interchain dashboard that I've been building was kind of turned into an all-in-one wallet that also does key management. Yeah. And so people have also asked, what's UMI's involvement? What kind of favoritism is going to be there? The only favoritism I've seen so far is obviously we can only integrate one thing at a time and UMI's usually getting priority. So I think when we launch the lending and borrowing section, We'll just have UMI integrated. But once we integrate Mars, Kava, etc., our algorithm that picks which one you use, there's no bias there. It's whatever is the best outcome for the user. And like, I'm happy to see that because, by the way, for whatever it's worth, like, I will, I'll get fired in a heartbeat if I see something sketchy and I want to like come call it out publicly or whatever. Um, my loyalty, so to speak, is far more to the community and my own projects than to Taboo and Umi. But they, yeah. they've nothing but impressed me from the inside so far, to be honest. It's, a, it's an interesting concept. It really is. Uh, I mean, there's nothing unique in the, like, the key management or anything like that. I picked up on that. But I, I get the other side of it. And actually, dealing, oh, sorry about the noise. Uh, dealing with these browsers is a bit of a pain in the arse. Like, even for Leap, which is like far superior, like something like Kepler. The browsers are still a bit of a pain, isn't it? Like signing in and out every fucking time you have to come in or out. Like it gets a bit of a, like a drama. But the proof to me, I think with Taboo, and like what you're saying, that it's got me interested. The proof's going to be in the pudding, isn't it? Yeah, that's, it's funny. Finn um, 
Luckily, I love Finn, or I might have taken it a little personally, but he's totally right. He's one of the many people that I was like, hey, you want to help us like announce this wallet? We're about to kind of, you know, make the Twitter page and do some stuff about it. And fair enough. He was like, can I play with it first? And I was like, no, not yet, unfortunately. And he's like, I'd, I'd rather not. Like, let, let, me, let me play with it first before I start shilling something. And, you know, that's that's totally fair. Yeah, he's uh, very, I didn't very... Have my, to be honest, I didn't have my heart in marketing taboo until I got to play with the beta. Like I was doing it, I believed in it, I knew all the inside stuff, but it's true. Once you actually play with something, then you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, he's a very uh, moralistic uh, dude, is Finn, but I get where he's coming from. But that's what I'm saying, Nona, the proof's in the pudding. When it comes out, when people use it, when people see like a one-page interface to be able to deal with all the DeFi or quick, quick one-page interface to see all the NFTs or to deal with them, like the, that's where people, people are going to buy into it. If, it. if it's as good as what you're saying, do you know what I mean? Like, the product will always speak for itself in uh, crypto, I think. Especially, like, a, like a kind of software products like that, right? Yeah, I think, like, wallets are somewhat also in a class of their own. Because, like, when you get into Web3, you can choose whether you want to get involved with NFTs or liquid staking or uh, lending and borrowing. But you have to use a wallet, Right. And I think that fundamentally sets apart as far as how we should think about design philosophy. Um, it's one of the reasons we've been very like non-competitive on the Taboo account. I don't know if you've seen, but like we've shouted out Sonar Wallet, Archway Wallet, that kind of stuff. Because wallets don't have a direct revenue mechanism. They are purely, they're kind of like what I'm trying to do with Interchain Info. They're purely there to increase access and user flow to pre-existing apps. Um, on the regarded, on the regarded as being the most like important public good there is, or wallets. I was reading yeah. about like security yeah. professionals and industry professionals were surveyed, and they're like they'll take like like what's the top five most important things? Like like wallets constantly come out on top, like all the time. No, I and firmware I think wallets. So. The They're the most wallet. common denominator. That's what someone said the other day that clicked with me. I think one of the ArchX wallet guys is there. They're the great equalizer in Web3, right? Everybody has to use a wallet. It's where everybody starts. Um, I don't even know any devs that purely do stuff through CLI. Even the most like nerdy dev also has a, a UI wallet, right? Like, And yeah, that's why I think it's funny that it gets so ignored. Like, as long as it works good enough, people are like, okay, time to design the next protocol with a token that can get people rich, because that's what gets them excited. Nobody takes a step back and thinks, nobody's getting rich until more new money from outside users comes into the ecosystem and genuine adoption increases. And that's not going to happen if our wallets feel like a version one banking app from 2002. I'm sorry, but like, this is, I bitch about this kind of stuff too much. People just lose sight of what's important, I think. Sorry, Timmy, Kepler's atrocious. So you're talking about like bad wallets from like 2002 or something like a bank and Apple. Fuck Kepler. Honestly, when you look at Leap, talk about leaps and bounds. Like Leap Mobile compared to Kepler Mobile, considering how long they've been in the game, it's just an embarrassment. Like literally Leap is so far fucking superior on every level to Kepler. It's ridiculous, in my humble opinion. Like, And then all there's doubts about Leap, but... Kepler's the most useless piece of fucking dog shit I've oh, ever I'm used. So, I could hate. you actually break that down for me in a constructive way, Robo? Because I don't hate Kepler as much as 
everyone else does. And I would love to hear that feedback and take it to like taboo and see like what particular, I know it's not great, obviously, because that's why I'm excited about taboo. But what is it that really pisses people off about Kepler? Uh, well, if I comp- I mean, if I compare it to Leap, though, I will say like UI uh, speed wise, you can literally try both of them out at the same time, like on, on, on the exact same device, like Leap just loads quicker. Uh, it, uh, you've obviously got access to more chains because they're not the mafia uh, from when it comes to mobile support. Uh, I, I don't know, mate. Like the, the the very UI is just so fucking bland, isn't it? Like the Kepler UI was created by people with just no, like people like me who haven't got any kind of design skills whatsoever. Like, like they, they should have brought a design designer in to help them design Kepler instead of trying to design it in-house, you know what I mean? Like, it just hasn't got that feel. It hasn't got that, like, 2023 feel, like you see. It's like a 2002 banking app, dude. Kepler Mobile, this is what I'm talking about in particular, which was shit for a long time, and only have had three chains on the tester, because they were in testing for how long? I mean, the history of Kepler Mobile is not a good one. Yeah, If you know not, do you know the history of Kepler Mobile or not? Like originally, oh, not specifics. I know it was a rocky path. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it was horrendous. Though. It was horrendous. Well, like I, I've explained the story before about exactly how Cosmos was set up. About how there was two wallets. There was Cosmos Station on one side with David Park and them, and then there was Kepler on the other with uh, Jim and them, right? And basically, one was designated or tasked with building out the web browser and that side of stuff, and the other one got the mobile side of it, and that's pretty much how it ended up as a. They've come along, they've merged in the middle, and they've both crossed over to either side, because that's exactly what the history of the two wallets is, right? Cosmos Station was all mobile, yeah. it was all web, and then Kepler released Cosmos Station is still my primary mobile wallet, actually. Um, only because the UI sucks, the UX sucks, but it, it lets me do anything. It's like a power user thing. And I just get so pissed off on Kepler Mobile when it just feels like it's scaled down for children. And like I can't even figure out how to do a custom IBC trend send or whatever. So I've always used Cosmos Station on my phone, just because whether yeah, you want to manually add a chain or change your derivation path for like one specific chain, you have that ability. But it's not good for the average user. Like Cosmos Station's even worse than Kepler for onboard. You had, you had no choice though at one stage. Uh, the way thing yeah, about that, then that's the stage it started at, right? Exactly. The, the weird thing about Cosmos Station is that, like, back in the day, after the Stargate upgrade, uh, which was the birth of IBC, you had to have, if you wanted any to do anything on your mobile, you had to have Cosmos Station. I mean, you didn't even have access to, like, a browser in that in them days. Literally every transaction you did properly back in those days had to be done on the computer. You could do football on mobile. But, like, Kepler was in, like, testing for ages, and it was uh, Adam uh, Reagan and secret you literally had three fucking chains on kepler for about fucking 10 months like it was terrible man it was only when they started like raping people for 300 grand uh usd that they started like actually putting some effort into tech i've just got the part of those Moses mafia i've just got no respect for the kepler team like whatsoever sorry like i just you know fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me and and that's like the kepler and osmosis team for me like I've been there from the start and I just feel like they've just done dirty too many times. And then we've all seen what happened with like, you know, the assault on uh, Kujira. I think the assault on Kujira exposed a lot of people and made a lot of us normal people think, do we want to be associated with these kind of people? No, we don't. 
make your bed, you lie in it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I didn't at first. I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm always knew what was perfect. At first, I was skeptical of Kajira. I was like, you know, simply because I knew so much else in the ecosystem was open source. That alone made me. I was like, why, why, why are you closed source? Especially with a stable coin. Like that's a little weird. Um, but that was just when I was kind of naive to the nature of open source legal intellectual property theft in the cosmos. <laughs> like, hey, could I could I do a quick random pivot? Um, and then we can pivot right back to this. We can. Well, we can. Keep it small. We can. I like, just literally really two I, seconds, I, I, and then let's, we can. Let's turn. I just don't know. Yeah, I want to turn audience. the topic back. Actually, I, like literally two seconds, just because this space is small, and I doubt everyone's even listening, which is what I want. Um, I just but don't the actually... edu- educate themselves to me. I just hope any of the audience that are listening to stuff that they might not have heard before. I do hope they go away and educate themselves. Like never believe us, never listen to us. We might talk about this mafia and blah blah, but the history's out there. You can go and ad- advance search anyone. Like people, you need to do your own research. Like even on the gossip that we talk. Oh, sorry, go on, Timmy. I just want to clarify that for everyone in the audience. Yeah, it's a, yeah, good call out. Honestly, um, no, completely unrelated. Just because it's tiny space, we are so close to the full launch of Interchain Info, like coming out of beta. That um, actually looking for a couple additional like private final beta testers. So if you want to play around with the new ICI site. Particularly if you're someone who kind of has like knows how to give feedback and is good with nitpicking and such, we would we would love to have you come on here. Um, also, just because we want to try it on a bunch of different devices, screen sizes, operating systems, that kind of thing. But did that's you, how close we you, are to launch. Did you invite B-Bands? Because I mean, you mentioned uh, nitpicking. So like, if you haven't invited your woman, I mean. <laughs> no, we, we've invited like no one formally so far. Um, I'm not even going to make a tweet about it. I'm just going to later today DM a couple people. And then I figured I'd call it out in this space since I know pretty much everyone in here and I'd be happy to have them on board. But yeah, if anyone has the time um, and, and will, uh, we would love like feedback on uh, on our new site that's going live within a week or two. Well, we've just had someone request. So I don't know if he's requesting uh, in regards to what you've just mentioned to me. Hello, Don. Welcome to the floor. There you takes go, John. Takes a minute for people to uh, connect sometimes. Like 10 seconds, isn't it? The speaker mute thing where you go yeah, from like... You'll, you'll, you'll just hear silence for 10 seconds and then suddenly you hear the speaker's voices. <laughs> Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got I'm acting all bankless, yo fam, what? Check these token knocks, they probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knives. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. 
fondue in the morning, forming mythological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and blunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non toxic. Just to get a better place, smacking on the hostage. Like the shit is play for keeps clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats. Tearing apart your community, all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back, ten stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats. And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, suckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and blunder the earth say and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.